I'm Justin Barsha, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is Dean Wilson, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up, guys? Episode 96 of the Moto X Pod Show brought to you by Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing is providing high-quality, economical performance parts. Check out Torque One Racing for grips, pegs, bars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and more. Also brought to you by Shock Socks, Fly Racing, MX Girl Designs, All Sport Dynamics, and Mad Jack Synthetics, Amsoil, independent dealer of Amsoil. You guys know what's up. I'm not going to give the whole long spiel tonight. We have a full house tonight. A um, couple guys aren't here yet, but more coming. TJ's in studio tonight. That just that makes it. That's like the icing on the cake. That's probably why everybody's gonna turn the radios off right now. <laughs> also in studio, we have WPS Fly Rep Craig Martin. What's going on? What's going on, dude? Honored to have you in. Yeah, doing it's, good. Uh, first time, you know, coming in and checking it out and seeing what's going on and. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how this all goes. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. and We've also got our East Texas fly rep in studio, Scott Foster. He doesn't really want to uh, get on mic, but we're going to at least make him say gonna, what's up for just a minute. Say hello. He, uh, he's just kind of hanging out for a little bit, dropping off some parts, I guess, with Craig, doing a little uh, fly, you know, swap, swap over. What's up, Scott? Uh, yeah, doing a swap over on some parts. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I just wanted to check it out and uh, see what it's all about. Yeah, man, we're glad. I've known Scott for, Jesus, about since like 93, somewhere around there probably. And Early 90s. Back in the day, I don't know if you remember me wrecking your bike at H&W Honda. When I it, do. Yeah, I was riding wheelies up and down Highway 59 on it, flipped it over backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a fun day. That was a fun day. I'm surprised I didn't lose my job. But uh, and then we got Hal Simpson coming in here in a little bit. He's uh, coming up from Houston, running a little bit behind. Let's do some business real quick like. So we read our sponsors off. We, uh, we have our winner of our MX Girl Designs number plates. And that win- guy, the winner of that is uh, Juan. He is at MK2Hooligan on Instagram. He is the proud winner of a new set of gra- uh, number plate graphics. He, he won one set. Juan won. Yes. Juan, Juan won one, one set. set. Yeah, there you go. That's a tongue twister <laughs> right there. Uh, and the Especially winner. for somebody from East Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The winner of the Amsoil four-stroke pack from Dane at Mad Jack Synthetics is at SPEJ85, Spencer Haynes. Congratulations on that. And uh, thanks to our sponsors for giving us these awesome giveaways. Um, tonight, man, we've got a really killer giveaway, and it's really cool since we have a couple fly reps in. Uh, JT is allowing us to give away a 2019 fly racing Toxin with MIPS embargo helmet. The Toxin. Uh, comes in six colorways and is DOT ECE 22.05 approved and is enhanced with an integrated MIP system, flyracing.com, to check it out. And I think uh, I was thinking to give that to to give this thing away. Maybe to people, me? No, not to you. Dang it. You don't win anything. You're not eligible. But to maybe people Trying. post some pics with their busted-ass old helmets. What do you think? Unless you got a better idea. Um, no. 
How about you guys? I mean, Craig, Scott, what do you think? Sounds like a great idea. You know, yeah. Somebody that doesn't have a great helmet, they should have a, a new helmet. I, I agree. A MIPS helmet. So, yeah, post your picks on Instagram. Tag at MotoXPodShow um, and at Fly Racing in the pick, and we'll announce that winner in two weeks from tonight. And, of course, we'll keep promoting it. Um, let's not forget the Fly Fun Day event coming up November 18th at Cycle Ranch. Uh, as an event, we had Todd Trujillo on a little while ago. He's putting this thing on. It's going to be a rad event down at Cycle Ranch. Anything that Fly Racing, WPS is involved with, I'm on board for. That's a legit track, too. Yeah, definitely. I've never been. Tickets are going to be available soon at a lot of local dealerships, and we'll continue to announce that. Craig, Scott, you guys are going to be a part of that. What Absolutely. Do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, we're real excited. Um, Todd does a lot of work. And uh, he does it for the love of the sport and to help the dealers to uh, move a little bit of product and get uh, maybe freshen up their product a little bit. So there's a lot of great deals for the consumers that come in. They get to come in for free, get to ride all day. And uh, it's a pretty awesome event, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it. And, uh, you know, I've been talking to Todd about trying to bring a second version of that thing up north a little bit. Nice. Maybe Village Creek or something like that for yeah, next year. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, so that's... That's what. That's why I want to be involved in it this year as much as I can, help out as much as I can, and then that way I'll be that much more helpful next year to maybe get one up here. Awesome. Well, we'll we're, definitely get you guys involved in it. Yeah, well, definitely. Sure. I want to be part of it, yeah. uh, I, even if it's just coming to hang out and, and ride, you know, and I, we don't have to be officially a part of it. I just want to be there and enjoy it. And I mean, Todd seems like a really cool dude. And, yeah. Rumors um, are that Bob Lowry himself is going to be there. So oh, wow. The, the whole okay. head of the, the department. So that's a, uh, that's a big, a big uh, bonus for us. So we need to make sure that we do a good job and get a lot of people there. Definitely. Yeah. So, so we're going to keep promoting that. Like I said, it's tickets are going to be free. Basically you're going to go into your dealerships and just, and you're going to get tickets. It's not going to cost you anything to come down. A lot of giveaways. I like, um, I like free. We know you do. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Um, Fly Fun Day on Facebook, and you can get all the details. Todd updates that thing all the time as as new stuff comes up. Uh, one more thing. So a couple about a week ago, a listener hit me up on Instagram at Colby twelve twenty eight, and it started out him asking how we can improve the sound quality on the podium segments that I do on Thursdays. Yeah, you do terrible at. Well, I mean, I've, I've said before, I just record those on my phone. I don't come over here to the studio. It's an hour drive, so. Um, and I'm gonna st- I am gonna go ahead and start coming to the studio to do those. I still have probably six or seven that are recorded that I haven't released yet. But in the process of talking to him, he offered. He's like, man, I, you know, I'd like to maybe help donate something to help out the show. And he sent us a webcam that we have here. We don't have it hooked up yet, but soon I'm, all, it- I'm all holding it up in the air like people can see it. I know, yeah, like, like as it- if we were streaming. Live. I am an idiot. <laughs> Eventually. We will be able to stream live, maybe do some Facebook Live, and have you know both sides of the audio, and it'd be pretty rad. So thank you, Colby. Um, man, it's just cool have some cool listeners like that. And uh, anyway, so you know, not a lot going on this coming week in racing. Do we have anything to talk about? I don't think there's anything coming Nothing. up worth talking about. I heard there's a really cool pit bike race happening in Michigan. It I, was cool until IT's not showing up now. So uh, well, hey, breaking, breaking news on that. Did you guys see yeah. Mathis's post? Well, did you hear the latest? I don't know. This was 50 minutes ago. So 50 minutes ago, Tyler Medaglia was going to be on there? He's yep. not on there anymore. Right. That, that was, yeah. That's okay. what I – yeah. I just, T-Dags is not T-Dags. on – T-Dags is not. No, I think uh, the team – maybe there was some politics involved from what Steve oh. posted. So it yeah. sounds like they probably didn't want him doing it. Fair I thought, enough. I yeah. thought it was uh, – pretty impressive that they were going to let him do it to be honest i with did you. too but he'll be on the show tonight so yeah. we'll definitely have to ask yeah. about that so i'm okay if he's out because we got carson brown on our team now and 
We're going to kill it. Between him and Willie, Brown, Willie Browning. And Browning. I can't believe it. I've been trying to get all of Willie, but, I, but unfortunately I don't have his number anymore. I've known him for a long time. And I've been I've been trying to get a hold of of you know like I don't know anymore. You know, I said Brad Pitt, I, but yeah, unfortunately I don't have his number. <laughs> I said anymore. I can't find his number anyway. Quit being a douche. Anywho, he um, I wanted to get him on for like before this week, but I'll talk to him out there. Maybe get him on a later date. Talk about it because that dude can rip a pit bike. I'm excited. So all of us are going to be there except for Scott. Unfortunately, Scott's going to go to the Pro Challenge though. It sounds like in Tyler, which is another big race that we have. Um, rumors are I know Ben Lemay is supposed to be there. Austin Stroop's talking about coming up or down. Um, I haven't really heard of anybody else. For That's sure. pretty cool. Stroop is going to show up. He He's talked about it. Um, I hit him up to see if he was coming, and he didn't respond. So I don't know what that means. But I've never actually talked to Austin, so he doesn't know who I am anyway. There's always a, little, a host of riders that show up. Yeah, that, yeah it's a know, great event. You know, a lot of lot of a uh, lot of money on the line, so there's gonna be a lot of people to show up. Well, definitely. And then the following week at Johnsonville is their second annual pro am, which is a ten thousand dollar pro purse. So that's another big race. I know Rich Taylor with X Brand was talking about coming out. Um, talked to him today, and he still his son still doesn't have bikes yet. So that's probably not gonna happen. But yeah, a lot of a lot of good racing coming up in the next couple of weeks. I mean, then right after that is Monster or uh, yeah, Monster Cup. Monster Cup. What you doing over there, TJ? I'm playing with yeah. a new toy. Leave me alone. Yeah, man. Uh, we're doing a show right now. Y'all are. I'm playing with a toy. Right. Up as well. yeah, yeah, straight rhythms right after that. After so that. a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a, an action-packed couple of weeks for sure. Definitely. A lot of, a lot of content for you guys. I, I'm excited. I <laughs> wish I could go to Monster Cup, but yeah. that just wasn't in the budget. Well, Craig, so give us some predictions for what, you know, what are you most excited about with uh, MX of Nations? Not necessarily who you think is going to win, but what are you most excited about? Um, to be honest with you, for me, it's a lot about just going and seeing a bunch of people I haven't seen in a long time. So, um, you know, the if the weather holds out and, and the track gets rough, we're going to get to see some great racing. Um, I watch all the MXGPs, so I'm totally into those guys. I think they're great riders, and I think they're great motocross riders. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing the how they all match up and how it goes. I went to... Uh, 1987, I went to Unadilla for the G, for the uh, Motocross of Nations. 2007, I went to Bud's Creek. I didn't go to 2010. And um, so this is just one of those races that I try to make it a priority to make it to because you just never get to see something like this. You know, it could be another yeah. 20 years before it happens again in the United States. And I don't know if I'll be walking in 20 years. <laughs> right. Well, I was, uh, I was, that's one of the reasons I felt like I had to make this event. You know, there was times when I was, man, I just don't really have the money and, you know, the, the, the budget's tight here and there, but, like, I think there's TJ and a few other people like, dude, you don't ever know when this is going to happen again. And it's at Redbud, where I've never been. And it's one of the elite tracks in the country. Yeah, and you just never know what you're going to see either. Because the one thing with the three-moto format, just like at Loretta's and any other racetrack that has three motos, there's always some drama, some exciting yeah. thing. You know, whether it was Villapoto riding the 250F and killing everybody both motos. Or, you know, Bob Hanna riding a 125 back in 87 when I was at Unadilla. You know, there's always something that's really cool. And then, you know, of course, we've got the matchup of, you know, Roxon and Tomac and um, Hurlings and all these guys coming over. Caroli getting hurt a little bit last weekend's a little bit of a bummer. But, uh, you know, we we definitely got a a good weekend of racing to go. And, and you know, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. and I was going to ask you something. I just oh the the Hurlings Eli thing. I get, so obviously I agree with what Matha says. Like you can't say who's better from one race. It would take a series. But I mean, like just in your mind, do you think one's better than the other outdoors? Like I mean, 
Yeah, I think that uh, I'd have to lean towards Hurlings a little bit, but it's not fair because, again, you know, like we've all talked about and everyone's talking about, we spend eight months out of the year doing Supercross, and that's not a fair um, judgment. The The thing that I'm most worried about is, well, two things. One is the weather, but also the fact that our guys haven't raced in a month or so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, those guys raced last weekend. Right. So, you know, so there's a big difference there. Now, coming to a different country with different time zones and different food and different everything else seems to be a little bit of a problem for some people. But, you know, Hurlings has been here before. He's done real well. Anstey's lived here for years. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of riders that have been in the United States a lot. So they a lot of them come over during the wintertime and do a lot of training Yeah, uh, just because of the weather, staying in California and stuff. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it all, you know, wraps up. I, I agree with Steve. You can't call it anything other than what it is. You know, it's just going to be a race that two guys are going to be in. Both of them have to kind of worry about the team and not worry about themselves quite as much. Yeah. And it's going to be a struggle for both of them. I think both of them are very proud and very fast and very good. And it'll be interesting to see how they handle the the team pressure of not throwing it away and not worrying about the other guy. There's there's a whole lot more you know to the race than just jeffrey hurlings for eli sure and you know hurlings you know eli for hurlings that's going to be a key to it for sure and then you mentioned the weather there's there's scattered thunderstorms in the forecast um tj and i were talking about this off the air you know like last night on the pulp show you know there's guys that were worried about the weather i think jt might have been one of the ones that was worried about the weather thinks that our chances lessen not necessarily go away but lessen with mud but, I mean, we've got Aaron Plessinger. one of the best mud riders in the world. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Eli's no slouch in the mud. We've seen that. Barsha. And then Barsha is a beast, too. Yep. So, uh, you know. I, I'm not I'm not so scared about the mud. I'm just scared about the problems that just seem to crop up, whether it's first-turn yeah. crashes, you know, stuff like that. Those guys know how to ride. They're, they're sure. The, the, and that track can take a lot of water. It's not That, that track's not going to get too screwed up. As a matter of fact, it may just get better if it gets wet. And 40% chance is what, you know, the last time I looked is 40% chance. And in the Northeast like that, I'm from Pennsylvania, 40% chance isn't that bad, you know, because right. it just means that there's a 40% chance it's going to rain. And, and you know, 60 it, that it won't. Yeah. And the bottom line <laughs> is, is that, you know, they ha- they need to put some water down on that track. So yeah. it might just be that, you know, God perfect. takes care of everything and makes it just perfect. I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have fun either way, but damn, I don't want to walk around in the pouring rain. All yeah. I'm going to be in a tent. Yeah. Uh, Me too. I'm VIP. Yeah, <laughs> right. they sold out. The, the VIP tickets sold out before we could get them, but they, my wife got a like got got the whole shot club tickets or whatever. When they came out, she was sitting over there, refresh, refresh, waiting right. for them to hit so she yeah. can get them in the cart. So. Yeah. Yeah, my good buddy Mouse, uh, Mark Winder. Yeah, he, yeah. He got me tickets, and Skippy and I are going to go. From you know, mm-hmm. everyone knows Skippy. Absolutely. And, I tried uh, calling him earlier, and he didn't answer. So he's had a tough day today. Okay. He's, he's been busy, just like I have, trying to get everything done before we leave. And, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's excited too because he really uh, is looking forward to hanging out and getting to see everybody. And I got a ticket for the. Well, actually, all three of us have a ticket for the Friday night dinner too. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And that's remind cool. who you're sitting with. Uh, Ron Lachine. Yeah. Okay. Really? Dogger. Yeah. All y'all at the same table yep. with with Dogger. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's eight people at the table. So that's I wish awesome. I wish, that's one of the things that I'm kind of bummed that I'm not going to get to do is that dinner. Just show up with your press passes, your press credentials, you know, and see if I can get you in. I can try. Maybe they'll just let me in with the ponytail. Yeah. Which is mostly gone now. Just be like, hey, I'm dark side. <laughs> mostly like, gone. Oh. I cut 14 inches off last week. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Donated it. So yeah, it's it's a whole lot shorter than it was. 
That was a long ponytail. Yeah, fourteen if you, inches. If you cut fourteen inches off of that, that's a long ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lot, but it, that's that's what I they. Let you know, I used to be a drummer in a rock band. I know. Yeah. We need to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, I tried to grow my hair long. It didn't last very long. <laughs> was it one of the like spot spotty? I actually, I was growing it out, growing it out, growing. I was it was growing fast, but I uh, got my job at Kawasaki and I had to cut it off. Oh, okay, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut my hair until they hired me so i talked them in i was living in pennsylvania i talked them into hiring me without ever going out for an interview because oh, i didn't nice. want to go out i didn't want, didn't want to cut my hair because in case in a, you didn't I, get the job i was in an 80s hair band and yeah i yeah. needed to have some hair you know well hell yeah you and do i was just growing it out and it wasn't nothing like yours but i uh yeah it i had to cut it so that was the end of it <laughs> well before we uh go to our little break and cal should be here any minute um you know, we're sponsored by Fly. Fly Racing just launched a whole new set of all kinds of really rad stuff. The new Evolution gear, the new boot, um, you know, new goggles. What do you guys see so far out of these products? How is it selling? Do you get any feedback from customers? It's been totally awesome, actually. The uh, FR5 boot, uh, mid-price point 269 boot is doing awesome. Dual hinge, um, super easy to break in, very comfortable. Really good soles. All the all the testers I've talked to a bunch of testers that tested it had well over 100 hours on it and no problems with the soles. Um, that's been awesome. The um, the new uh, DTS Evo line. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a lot of riders out there wearing that stuff. Where that's before they kind of stayed with the light hydrogen or the kinetic. Um, I'm a kinetic guy. I love the kinetic. Yeah. I, I it fits me well. I'm a bigger guy and I just love that stuff. Um, rode this weekend in the in the uh, eighteen and a half vented stuff, the Kinetic Mesh. I never got any of that, um, but it's that's pretty cool stuff. Really yeah, cool stuff. I have the orange and navy Kinetic from last year, and then a couple sets of light hydrogen. And I was torn between the light hydrogen, the black and yellow this year, yeah, and the uh, the Evo stuff. I, I mean, I just I wanted to get something a little different, so I went with the Evo. And have you ridden in the Evo? No, it. Um, like maybe three years ago when it was the uh, like the camo style, yeah. I think it, I had like some orange of that, and yeah. I liked it. I didn't really the the knee area was kind of more for knee. Um, it's a big knee braces, knee brace, and yeah. I didn't love that. But now that I wear knee braces, Astros, yeah, Astros.com. yeah. Anyway, it's a personal sponsor. But um, now that I wear those, I think I'm gonna really like them. I haven't had a chance to wear the stuff yet. Oh, nice! Craig showed me a picture of his his 1980s mullet. Mullet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, there that's it is, rad. man. Wow. So yeah, I had right, right before I had to cut it all off. I had sponsored back in the day for fly. I need to hang it up in here. I've got some of the old old gear that had this giant huge fly patch on the leg, and the <laughs> yeah, pants weighed yeah. like thirty pounds because of the rubber. Patch. There was a big giant rubber patch that had like like gold gold foil underneath it. It was legit, man. It was awesome back in the day. That's <laughs> yeah, good stuff. It definitely, fly has come a long way. No and doubt, no doubt. They are so committed to yeah. you know just. Putting well, out the best stuff. Well, they're going to be and, the, the uh, official sponsor of Supercross and Nationals now. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. Great. Yeah. Yeah, and there may be something new coming soon. That's what I, I hear rumors. There's actually two something new really? coming soon. Well, I don't have enough in yet to I get those. Brought, I should have brought something and showed it to you. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Hey, Scott, before we, we go to this break, you're, you're out here back. in East Texas. <laughs> uh, I think probably a lot of your dealers probably – are more cross country probably a little more side than moto, by side. a little side side by side. How does how does it go true. for you out here? I mean, what's what do you sell a lot of, and you know what what is your go to? Yeah, the F sixteen is something I sell a lot of. Um, that's what the cross country guys seem to yeah. like. Uh, I personally like KFI Winch is number three in the company, but yeah. nice. Yeah, I do a lot being side by side. Really, nationals and okay. all that stuff. Yeah, right over here. 
Big event uh, out here. Big event, big event. And then uh, there's a Muddy Bottoms, you know, north of Shreveport that's real big. So um, I do capitalize on that. Uh, I like the Evo. Y'all were talking about the mm-hmm. Evo. And I just got back from Colorado about three weeks ago. And I just love, that is the best gear I've ever had. Uh, the adjustable with the BOA. And, you know, sometimes you're up in Colorado, it can get cold. You mm-hmm. can put thicker stuff on, you can adjust. And it just works so well. It moves, it vents. Um, no, I love the gear. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, super it's, durable. It's, right. DTS. But, but I do a lot with Kinetic and F-16 around okay. here. DSC. And, um, uh, Durable stretch technology. Durable stretch technology. I'm just glad that dealerships around here still stock moto stuff because, man, if, if people don't start supporting the local shops and local businesses, it's going to go away. Shops are going to stop carrying the moto stuff. People don't realize it. That's but 100% correct. Got to yep. support your local dealers. Yep. And most, I mean, most dealers, like we the one we have here locally who helped to show out for a long time, Broadway Power Sports, they – they match these online prices, so don't just go up there thinking, hey, I'm going to go up there, right. try it on, and buy it online. Just tell them, hey, I found it online here. You show them that they match the price. That so. is correct. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys, so we need to take a quick break. We've got a uh, big MX of Nations preview show coming up tonight with – we've got Aaron Plessinger, um, Team Canada's Tyler Medaglia, Jess Pettis, Colton Fasciotti, which I ended up having to record his interview last night. I haven't told you guys that yet because he had to reschedule for a charity event tonight. Um, and then we have Team Puerto Rico's Ryan Sipes. So a lot of cool stuff tonight, and we will be back in just a few minutes. All right, we are back with the MX of Nations preview show. We're really excited to have our next guest on here. He is the new number seven, Aaron Plessinger. <laughs> what is up, AP? Oh, well, not much. You know, just, uh, just got done riding today, and now I'm, uh, I'm on daddy duty. Daddy duty, how's that going, man? I mean, that's the that's the best job you've got right there. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing, man. It's, it's, it's been so good, and uh, you know, I've, I've had uh, people tell me horror stories all uh, all up until he was um, born. But then uh, he he sleeps, he's happy pretty much all the time, and uh, I think I got pretty lucky with this one. I don't know where he got that happiness all the time from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no colic yet, huh? No, not yet. I'm right I'm hoping on. that stays away. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think with your personality, yeah, I think your kid's probably going to be just fine and happy and smiling. And man, I, dude, I, I I love seeing how excited you are on the podiums and you proposing on the podium and what a just really cool, you know, breath of fresh air what you bring to the sport. I know everybody talks about it. Super excited that you're on the team this year. How excited are you for this next weekend? Oh. Uh, I'm ecstatic, you know. I I get uh, I kind of get speechless every time I think about it. But um, now with it coming up, I've, I've just been uh, getting more and more excited. I've, uh, I actually dressed up in uh, a red, white, blue uh, little outfit today and, and uh, <laughs> did my warm up uh, this morning in it, and uh, it was um, it was it was pretty funny for sure. But I'm I'm super stoked, and uh, I know a lot of people are coming out to watch me. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm, like I said, I get speechless when I talk about it. <laughs> well, I think you're very well deserving. Hey, Aaron, this is Craig. I um, the one thing I wanted to find out was what is the deal with your hair? What are you doing? What do we got going on <laughs> with my with my hair? Yeah, <laughs> I actually have an appointment at about eleven o'clock on Thursday to get it dyed red, white, and blue. All right, cool. And a mohawk? Um, 
I think I'm gonna skip out on the mohawk <laughs> because the, the hair the hair is a little short now. Yeah. And uh, I could have done it, but I I have um, I have this plan. I'm gonna go on to the to the hair people and I'm gonna ask them if they can put stars and stripes in it. But heck yeah, that's, that's gonna awesome. be legit. If if they can't, it's gonna be red, white, and blue, and I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. So that's good. <laughs> So I'm a Western Pennsylvania guy, and I got to race your dad a lot on whenever I raced off road. Um, mm. Obviously, uh, there wasn't uh, what wasn't much of a race because your dad was always so fast. But uh, <laughs> so so is your dad going to show up with any red, white, and blue anything? Does he have any hair anymore? Does he, can, um, can he have hair? He he has some hair. <laughs> is he, is he going to run the red, white, and blue setup like you are? Uh, I don't think he'll die at red, white, and blue. It's, it's, oh. uh, I think, <laughs> I think it would all fall out if, if he did that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, well, uh, he'll definitely have some, some red, white, and blue on, um, but, uh, it'll, it'll definitely be the clothes instead of his hair. <laughs> That's cool. When are you going up there? Uh, I actually fly out at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Cool. Nice. So, hey, before we get into too much more MX Nations real quick, I want to ask you, um, Look, man, you had an amazing year this year, you know, uh, Supercross Championship, National Championship, move up to the 450s next year with Barsha on Team Yamaha. Uh, I mean, could you have even fathomed that this year would go this way? I mean, you know, we know that you're a pretty laid-back guy. Like, in the back of your mind, did you go, okay, I can win these championships, no problem? Um, At first, I mean, this – this year, or like when I when I started riding, because I got I got um I got surgery on my on my right foot last year, and uh, it, was, it was really tough coming back from that. I came back probably I started riding I think it was November mm-hmm. last year, and I was good. I was set. I was I was ready to to do um, East Coast, and then. I, my first day back riding, Colt got hurt, and after that, I was like, well, here comes West Coast. I was like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Here comes West Coast, and then, uh, you know, I just, I just started mentally prepping myself, and I did, uh, I did a fair bit of, like, yeah, mental, mental strength training, and, I got to where I, I said to myself, "Yeah, I mean, you you definitely belong up front." And um, when the when the season when the season started, I I just knew that was the case, and, yeah. and I belong I belong up front, and I put myself in that position. And after after the second round in Houston, I I knew I could really beat those guys coming from way back like that, and. You know, I I just kept that mentality through the whole year, and I think winning that winning that Supercross championship definitely helped me win the outdoor one. Just because I like in the years past, I I've came up so short or so close yeah, on, yeah. on the Supercross one, and I think that just like depleted me for outdoors and this year it just kept building and building and building and and i just kept getting better and faster and stronger and uh i think um yeah i i didn't uh to answer your question i didn't think that this would happen 
like it has. I know I can win, but not both championships like right. I did. <laughs> well, go ahead, Craig. Hey, Aaron, don't you think that the West Coast is a better coast to ride anyway because you get that break in the middle to be able to do some outdoor testing and everything? It just kind of it, it seems to bring the year together better than doing the East Coast when you're back to back to back to back right into outdoors. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think for sure um, it definitely gives you an advantage to uh, to go into the outdoors just because that that I think it was a six week break this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got, what was it, 30, 35 or 36 motos in, yeah. in that six-week break. And, uh, yeah, I was I was up to 40 before the season even started. So uh, <laughs> that was, um, I think I think the West Coast is probably better to do if, if you're, uh, if you, if you struggle with the bike setup. Right. And, and, you know, and I think it's great that you won the West because, there, there seemed to be a, a an opinion in the media that you're, you're just in the fans or whatever. Well, you're you're a West, East Coast guy, you're a GNCC guy, you ride ruts well, you know. But oh, you know, West Coast is dry and slick. And you went out and said, hey, you can win there too. And surely they had to build your confidence and also prove to the the quote unquote keyboard warriors that you know <laughs> AP's for real. A little more prestige in the West Coast. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I am. Um... <laughs> That's, I mean, hard and slick is what, what I, what I don't like. like right, uh, right. I, I absolutely hate it, and um, you know, I had to teach myself pretty much how to, how to ride it, and and I had to push myself along those lines and, and learn how to, how to get better on that stuff, and um, that definitely was the case this year and i i definitely progressed and and got better and, and just took my time and and was patient with it i didn't really try to try to force the issue i just let it come to me and and uh gary swanepoel really kind of helped me with that and every time i would get mad he was just like they would calm me down and and, <laughs> and tell me to take it easy and don't get mad at myself and and uh, I think that was that was a big part of it too, with the patience patience side of it, and uh, not getting worked up when I didn't do anything or wasn't doing something right. Sure, yeah, that, that's good to have. You got to always have those people on your team, your your support system that can keep you in check at the moments when you need it, and you know be willing to step up and and say the things you need to hear. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not scared to let me uh, let me know what I need to hear. <laughs> that's good. All right, so back to MX of Nations. Um, have you, you know, have you talked to Justin and, and Eli any? You guys kind of, have you had any interaction discussing just team, I don't know, spirit, whatever, you know, just, or is it pretty much you're just <laughs> focusing on your stuff until you get there? And um, Well, Justin, Justin was actually out here, um, like, I think for, shoot, I think two or three weeks um, before, before he went back last uh last friday to uh florida and we actually did some motos together and and we were talking a lot together and uh i haven't seen i haven't seen eli um i know he's been he's been riding supercross and a little bit of a little bit of outdoors but uh you know he's always putting in the work um, sure. but me me and justin we rode together we we've talked together and uh, i think we got a good pretty good game plan going in and um I think we're gonna we're gonna really give these guys a run for the money. Oh, I, I think so. I mean, I 
This is my first in Mix of Nations and my first time to Red Bud, and I feel like it's going to be the first win for U.S. in a long time. And, man, I just – I think we're going to blow the top off this thing. Absolutely. I think so, too. I, I said his exact words to somebody last week. They, they asked me how, how it was going to go. I said, I think we're, we're going to win, and Red Bud's going to blow its top off. That's it. I like <laughs> it. Um, so, you know, rookie 450 season coming up. Um, there's a there's a bunch of good guys moving up to the 450s. You know, a lot of lot of discussion amongst again us keyboard warriors, us media guys. Um, <laughs> you know, you Zacho, I think are the two favorites of the rookies. Do you pay any attention to that, or are you just you're like you know kind of you got to focus on yourself, go out and just ride and, and get that rookie season under your belt? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean it's hard it's hard not to uh, catch a glimpse every every once in a while, but. Sure. You know, I um, I'm I'm just gonna go in, you know, with an open mind, and uh, if if I finish, um, say top five or top ten, and and uh, at a one, you know, I'm I'm on the right track, and I just need to keep working. But if I go out there and and don't really do that good, I I know I have some stuff to work on, and uh, right. I'm just gonna go in it like that, and and not really try to try to put too much pressure on myself because that's kind of when i when i do the worst is when i put a lot of pressure on myself and and saying that i have to do good or i have to do this or this and that and uh you know i'm just gonna go in with an open mind and and see how i finish in the first first couple rounds and and then go from there and and see what i need to work on right on so now that you're a new signed factory yamaha rider are you pitting out of the same truck you did all year at the donations or are you pitting out are you going to be in the same truck with barsha this weekend um i'll be in the i'll be in the star truck this year okay. or, um well this so weekend all, this so all three weekend. of you have yeah. been in your basically your same atmosphere you've been in all year with your same crew and and everything's gonna be copacetic there yeah yeah for sure then the other question I had was, and, and I sh- probably should know this, but is it official that you're riding a 450 at the um, Monster Cup, or is that out there yet? Um, or yes or no, or what? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Um, it's kind of still up in the air if if I'm going to do Monster Cup or not, just because I haven't really. I mean, I haven't touched a 450 in. Yeah. That's, shoot a couple months yeah and, and uh, that's what i was thinking i was thinking it might be a little bit smarter for you to get some time yeah, underneath your belt yeah i mean as as much as i'd, I'd like to compete for a million dollars i'd, I'd rather <laughs> go in knowing that i can win and uh, get that million dollars you can first. win that you can <laughs> win that million next year yeah yeah that's to say saying. you can't win it on a 250 yeah <laughs> i mean those lap times are you know a lot of times right there anyway so yeah don't shoot don't just go in there and have some fun like you always yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so taking the number seven, man, was that an easy decision? Did you talk to James? Did you, you know, have you had talk any, James. have you had any, uh, Did anybody talk you to know, James negative, <laughs> negative feedback <laughs> from the, the fans? Um, I mean, it was, it was definitely a hard decision. I, uh, I actually had him, had him waiting there for, for a couple weeks. Um, but I, I didn't talk to James. I, I definitely thought about it, and um, I was I was gonna reach out to him, mm-hmm. but also I I felt like if he if he said you no, then, 
then <laughs> if he said no, then I I wouldn't have been able to take it. And, uh, I got yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I I really wanted it, and it was. I mean, it, it gives me big shoes to fill, and I, I mean, I I hope I can I can keep the legacy going with the number seven. And, uh, Definitely. I I got I got some uh, negative feedback from it, but you know, mostly for for one of the negative comments, there was ten or fifteen that were that were saying. The negative guy was crazy. Yeah, that, for that's, sure. That's why they I have this. I deserve the number, you know? That's Absolutely. why they have it that way. They don't retire numbers. I mean, you look at Ricky, what Ricky Carmichael did for all that, and his number, when it came up, it was moved on, and that's what they do, which is awesome. I think that's amazing, and and yeah. I think Blake Baggett actually softened the blow of taking <laughs> right. those, those yeah. big numbers. When he took number four, that was kind of the first guy to ever really take an icon's number. Yeah. yeah. And so now I think when you take number seven, it's just like, oh, well, hey. Did he know, take number four before RV took two? Oh, you mean Webb uh, took two? No, before Ryan Villapoto took number two that was uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, well, yeah. like like we're saying, that, that that's what that's kind you of earned point. It. That, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the point. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. y'all guys earn it, and that's awesome. You know, and if, if James wanted to keep it, he should have showed up at a race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hey, Aaron, I got a I got a few uh, listener questions, and we'll let you get back to your family. Um, so Ben Hembry emailed me, and he wants to know: um, Does AP plan on keeping his personality, which I think the the answer is obvious, and attitude the way <laughs> it is in his his entire career? I think that's something the sport desperately needs more of. These riders just being themselves, and it's so great to see. Um, yeah, so that's that's his question. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely don't plan on changing at all. Um, I think uh, my personality has, has got me where I am today. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you see any changes, you let me know. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> what you what you need to do is from here on until Supercross is just do all your like interviews like Dungey like just very cut no. and dry very no just and just <laughs> blow catch the internet on fire vital or just catch fire and then go back to having fun. Don't listen to anything TJ says. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, on Instagram at Brandon Dubbin underscore DBM. What are your high and low expectations going into A1? And you kind of touched on it, but, you know, just give us an idea of what, you know, realistically, what do you think? Um, I mean, it's definitely hard to say, but realistically, I, I'm shooting for a top five um, at A1. And then uh, low, low expectation is... Uh, I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even want to have a low expectation. <laughs> I, yeah. I just want them all high. <laughs> right. Hey, that's good. That's that's a good answer. All right. My last one here um, that I'm going to read tonight is from one of our sponsors, Dane Evans with Mad Jack Synthetics. He's a Amsoil dealer. Um, will you change anything in your program to train for 450s, such as different training schedule, diet, location, or will you be 100 percent the same just on a new a bigger bike? Um. I think uh, everything will pretty much be the same. Um, I might change uh, location, but probably later on in the year, okay. um, maybe for outdoors or maybe when the East Coast uh, comes up, I might go uh, maybe uh, visit my uh, my teammates' facility for, for a little bit. Um, That's good. 
but yeah, everything's uh, kind of still up in the air with that. But no, other than other than location, um, probably everything the same. Uh, eat good, sleep good, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> Be happy if it, if it ain't bro- broke, don't fix it. Yep, that's what I'll say. <laughs> hey, going back to the donations this weekend, have you spent much time watching those MX2 guys over there in Europe to see who you're up against and who you think is going to be good competition for you? Uh, this year, I, I watched uh, all pretty much the highlights. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jorge Prado has, has been the guy to beat pretty much all year. I mean, Paul Jonas was <clears throat> was in there, and then he uh, kind of got hurt. But, you know, uh, Jorge, um, Hunter Lawrence, well, I mean, if he's, if he's on the gas, he'll, he'll definitely – be one to want to watch out for um but other than that you know i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try to stake my claim in the in the qualifying race on saturday and, and put myself in a good position i mean Del, dylan ferrandez too I'll, yeah I'll Dylan's good. Him. yeah raced him raced him all year but uh you know he's, he's definitely gonna be one to watch out for um but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try to stake my claim on, on saturday in the qualifying race and and then uh try and get good starts on Sunday and that's that's pretty much all I can do and and hope for the best. I, I think there's gonna be some rain coming this weekend, so Woo-hoo. hopefully it uh <laughs> hopefully it leans my way and I can get a moto win out of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that jumping the Larocco's leap on a two fifty F is gonna be harder without that um what do they call it, the hockey stick or whatever it is in there, or do you think it <laughs> will actually open it up for you to get more straight line drive at it? Uh I I I think they they put uh they took that S turn or whatever they call it out, but um, yeah they did they did put a roller right before it. But I I think I think it'll be easier. Um, That's what I think. Honestly, just just because yeah you don't have you don't have to worry about that right hand turn being there and and uh, I I couldn't really tell how big that roller was in front of it if it'll if it'll uh, back us down a little bit but i still think i still think it'll be easier yeah i think with that star yamaha 250 you're not gonna have any problem no oh, yeah i think with the, uh, i think anything's possible <laughs> well aaron thank you so much for coming on tonight and giving us some of your time i know this is a really busy week big big event coming up it's gonna be super amazing uh we'll be there we'll come see and say hi um uh, but once again thank you we appreciate it and good luck yeah, thank you, boys, for having me on. It's uh, it's been fun, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys there. Okay, Aaron, take, take care, care buddy. Here. All right, thank you. So I guess that was uh, breaking news—the whole hair thing, right? Like, like that—that's that, the first one we're going to be able to put that out there, right? Well, yeah, I mean, he hasn't posted the the, the red, white, blue, and the, but you know, but nobody listens to our show, so except <laughs> oh, for us, right. that's right. <laughs> so yeah, so that uh, Aaron Plessinger, he's gonna probably take home the uh, win this week uh, this weekend i believe um along with team usa but we are going to go to our first commercial break and we will be back with canada's tyler bedaglia hey kylie does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts no way kathy he uses shock socks the original and number one 10 second removable fork sill protector looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork seals so, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork seals, get shock socks. 
Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. Darkside here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com, and that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L, and tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Mad Jack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. Amsoil has been around for 45 years and was the first company to bring synthetics to the general public in 1972. Since then, Amsoil has led the way in application-specific oils and fluids designed solely for your cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. We understand what your needs are when it comes to protecting your investments, whether it be your motorcycles or the vehicle you use to transport your motorcycles. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is nationwide with customers and warehouses all across the USA and Canada. By joining the Preferred Customer Program, anybody can buy Anzoil products factory direct at wholesale pricing. Want to stock it at your shop or use it on your fleet of vehicles for your business? Would you like to become an Anzoil dealer and have a tax write-off for your trips to the track or trail and start selling Anzoil to your friends and fellow racers? With Amsoil, you get free shipping on orders over $100, even when you are a wholesale customer. Contact Dane Evans to find out how it all works. We at Mad Jack Synthetics are riders and racers just like the guys at the Moto X Pod Show. We know what you need to keep you in the game week in and week out. Amsoil Incorporated is a sponsor of many of your favorite series. Monster Energy Supercross, Snowcross, ATV MX, Daytona Bike Week, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, GNCC, King of the Hammers, Hot August Nights Car Show, and Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. Contact Dane and tell him the Moto X Pod Show sent you. Let him help you save money on your maintenance using Amsoil. Contact Dane at 805-531-9551 or toll free at 855-623-5225 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com. Like us and contact us on Facebook at Dane Amsoil Guy, on Twitter at Dane underscore Evans 393, and on Instagram at Dane underscore Amsoil Guy. What's up, Moto X Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why All Sport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. All Sport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com or check out Instagram at wristbraceguy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gerke, and Brock Tickle wear in their pro careers. Check them out, all sports dynamic braces. 
Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Entenapp. The 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new Women's Light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. All right, we're back with our uh, MX of Nations preview show. And next on the line, brought to you by Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. If you don't like leaky fork seals, go to burnmotorsports.com or hit up your local dealership. Ask them about Shock Socks. But on the line, we have... Team Canada's Tyler Medaglia. What's up, T Dags? Hey, not too much. How are you guys doing? Not a lot, man. So I, I think the first thing I want to ask you about is uh, your Team Canada pit bike manager, team manager Steve Mathis, uh, broke the news a little bit ago that you are out for the pit bike MX of Nations. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I didn't realize like kind of how how much like how serious it was i didn't even know if it was like a a charity thing or, or what the whole the whole deal was yeah um so they asked me to do it and i said yeah sure i mean they said uh he told me it was like an hour after my uh mx3 qualifier on saturday so i was like oh, i think it'd be it'd be a pretty neat story if i just stayed in my kit <laughs> in my gear and then just parked my uh 450 and then walked over and did the pit bike thing but yeah i mean obviously um uh, you know, there's there's a lot on the line, and and it's you know just something dumb can happen. Like, well, for, yeah. like for example, I I I've, I've broken my leg on a pit bike before, and my dad about beat my ass. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's how it works out. It all starts off fun and games with pit bikes, and now it's serious. Like this is going to be like probably carry almost as much weight as an actual MX Nations thing. So. Yeah, they're 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 hyping up pretty big. And like, said, like I said, I mean, I thought it was like a, a charity thing. We all just like kind of go out and dig no. around. Yeah, the more no. it's like, well, yeah, somebody was saying, like, oh, you don't want to get keybones and shit. I'm like, whoa, 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 like, we mean keybones? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Galdi and RV, man, the people involved in this thing, it's 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 serious business. Yeah, and. uh and realistically, I think we have uh, our, our we. I mean, being ha- having us race at uh, at Red Blood. I mean, um, I don't know about Jeff Pettis, but I, I, I'm not sure if Colton has ridden there before. But I've raced there a couple times, and uh, you know, it's close to home, and I, it, we have a good team. So the whole thing is like our, our goal would be like to to beat our best, you know, the, the Canadian record. Sure, so I, we got business to do over there, so I can't be sticking around on them like you know well that's what that's what's awesome about you tyler i love any of the riders the international guys that can come over and at any time like get in the top 10 at one of our races that just you just hit them randomly that is that just shows the skills that you have and it gets a lot of respect from here the u.s fans what is the best that what is the best that canada ever did is it 10th or is there way better than that we got we got uh we got eight I think we tied the best a couple of years ago. We got an eight, and then an oh four in the sand. I think was our was our best, and I don't. It's either a seventh or an eighth. So, hmm. um, yeah. So I think uh, um, 
you know, as we ride how, you know, like we've been riding this year, I think it's definitely a, an achievable goal. Um, so, yeah, and I definitely would, would love to be a part of that, that, yeah. uh, that team. I, I mean, you guys definitely have a really stout team, and uh, we had Colton on, or I talked to Colton last night, and um, he has rode at Redbud a few times, but we, we've had Courtney on the last couple of years, your team manager, and I think she's awesome and um, very inspirational. You know, it sounds sexist, I guess, but having women in the sport doing what she's doing, I, I it makes me happy. I think it's really cool, um, I, and I think you got a great team. You know, how, and when Kevin got hurt. Like, were you, uh, was there any thoughts of, in your mind of saying, no, you know, you didn't pick me to begin with, or were you absolutely, yes, I want to do it? Yeah, that's not really my, my personality. And, you know, if, so there was, uh, there was a lot of drama in, the, in it because I was actually the first person picked for the team. Um, just because of, uh, how many times I've been yeah. and, uh, you, you know, like the, the back to back open class motos is kind of like, uh, kind of my staple i mean uh i can do i've got the fitness to do that and i have for for several seasons but um for the most part yeah so like uh, that was kind of my thing right like um i got a call i'm like hey you're on the team did you do the mx open and i said sure and then um a couple weeks later uh we got a i got a call and said hey would you race would you care if you raced an mx2 bike um and at that point, it would have been me, Benoit, and Colton, and um, I mean, I'm the lightest out of the three of us. I'm the smallest. I've done well in 250F, so, but, you know, in the past. Yeah. So, um, I said, yeah, no, no problem, and we have a good we have a good 250F program with our team, with Sean Moffenbeier, and uh, his bike is good, so, yeah, it would be, a, you know, it would be a matter of throwing my bars on the thing and riding it for a week and, you know, whatever. And then um, uh, there was just some some uh, miscommunications going back and forth between my team manager and Courtney, and uh, they, they they couldn't get um, I don't know like one of them was just like on the lake while the other one wasn't there. <laughs> right, right. There was a, they couldn't get a hold of each other, and then it got down to the wire. And then I got a call and said that or, no, I got a text that said yeah, you can't, uh, you're not on the team. And I'm like oh okay. Oh wow. And then, uh, so yeah, I mean, but like I said, uh, there was some kind of, you know, political bullshit things that were going on. Um, but like, I, I don't really think grudges. I know like, and that's not really my personality to say, no, let's stick it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not racing. So, um, and the fact that it's, you know, I just, just because it's in the States, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, uh, it was, uh, it's a bummer that Benoit got hurt. Obviously, he's uh, he's a really good, uh, he's a you know talented dude. He's world class. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm pretty stoked to be able to do it, especially in Red Bull. I mean, it is my seventh time. I've done this. Will be my seventh donations for Team Canada. So um, yeah, I wasn't. You know, it's exciting to do it so close to, to home. Though. So you're like a true MX Donations vet rider, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. <laughs> Are you praying for rain? Uh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> not really. Just that, that the soil there is what I grew up riding. Um, like uh, I'm from Ottawa uh, originally, and there's a, one of our nationals is Sandalee, and it's uh, it's not bottomless gopher 
Um, it's similar to like a Southwick style dirt, and um, and that's kind of like how Redbud is. Well, from the time that I've been there, it's really soft and it's nice. So the track is so fun, man. You you can't really hope for rain when it's when you got such an epic track like that. <laughs> I agree, man. This is going to be my first time at Redbud, and I want to see it in its prime. Yeah, exactly. You want to enjoy it. You want to be, you know, huddled up in a under an umbrella with, you know, a bunch of uh, belligerent people all right. over you. That, yeah. It's going to be packed. Like, it's going to be unreal. There's no way any of the riders are going to be able to get anywhere near the fans because it's just going to be a, a disaster, I think. It's an awesome disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, Maggiora uh, in Italy a couple seasons ago. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many people were there. Like, there was something like 80-some thousand. It it was just nuts. And, like, I swear to you, like, there was more people in the the crowd with chainsaws than there (laughs) is at spectators at at our nationals. And there was a dude with a a car motor in a shopping cart. And somebody just putting up a... Yeah, and yeah. just holding the throttle wide open until the thing blew up. Right? Yeah, they showed that yeah. on TV. I remember that. Man, this, those European fans and just, you know, across the pond, they, they get nuts. They do. And you know what? It's funny because, like, um, you know, our it seems like the nuttier, uh, the nuttiest MA race is, uh, is Red Bud. So yeah. I think it's going to bring out the best of everybody here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be a hell of a weekend, man. I can't wait to get up there and – come meet you guys and I've never actually met Courtney. So I'm I'm looking forward, man. I, I, you know, we're big pulp MX fans here. So we, we obviously support our Canadian brothers. And I, I I was really excited last year watching you guys ride, had a hell of a good, you know, good ride. And I'm looking forward to this year, man. I think you guys are going to kick some butt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, just, Just to get the the race is strained, right? Like everyone's kind of got to be firing in all cylinders, and it's crazy how like um, when you're actually so <clears throat> the first time like that I raced an AMA national on a 250F, it's like everybody's on the rev limiter all <laughs> around, you, right? Like we're whereas in my, at home, like you know the top ten guys are are like that. So it was a big it was a big shock when I first moved moved uh, when I first did a few AMA nationals when I was a kid, and then. You know, you gradually get used to it, and then it gets, you know, our series got bigger and, and, and more aggressive, and to the point now that it was like, um, you know, when I was going down into the States and racing, it kind of didn't feel much different than home um, with the talent that we've we've got now. And uh, so even when you go to, when you go to the nations, it doesn't matter what, how, like, how many big races you've done, when you're racing and everybody out there is going for it. Like, there's not, there's no money or anything. And, you're and right. it's not how, like, like, you're almost getting landed on all the time. Like, the first lap is mental at the nations. Nobody lets off the gas. And it's like a huge fight for position. And it's, uh, it's an adrenaline rush big time. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, there's so much pride. I mean, you're racing for your country and yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be a totally different kind of motivation than what your, you know, your typical weekend, you know, triple crown series race. I think this. Yeah, yeah, and you know, what's that? Go ahead. I think this race is going to be really cool because you're, it's so close to Canada. It's going to bring a lot of fans oh, yeah. across the border. Um, but also with the Monster Cup being only a week away, I think it's going to bring a lot of Europeans over too. So 
you know, there's going to be a ton of Americans, a ton of Canadians, and a ton of Europeans there that is just going to make this thing off the hook. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I was actually trying to sign up for, uh, I got in for uh, Monster Cup since I wasn't going to be on the, the nation's team, and uh, but then at the, uh, the minute I got my uh, email for acceptance into uh, <clears throat> Into the Monster Cup, I got the same day. I got a call, but going back on uh, donations, so I got a. Um, I picked uh, picking the donations obviously over, but uh, seems like yeah, a good pick. Yeah, it's a crazy, it's a crazy, crazy event. Like, uh, like I was saying, and like you going back to what you're talking about there. Like right now, you know how it's a little bit different. I mean, I want to kick Colton's ass every friggin' weekend. <laughs> But I mean, me and him are, are you know, we're not. Uh, right. We, we get along. We get along, and uh, we're buddies and stuff. But yeah, like I want to kick his ass at home. Sure. Now it's kind of like you, you gotta have to work together, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun for well, sure. Well, going about that about the Canadian racing over there, we've got a lot more Americans that are noticing that series and going over there signing contracts. How do you and like the racers and and the fans like how how is that for y'all? Is that a good thing? Yeah, I think it is because it brings more attention to it um, with the different people that come up, um, and it, you know, and it kind of verifies our, our skill level. When when it doesn't matter who comes up, I, I mean, uh, we're right. Uh, you know, we're all we're all still really close. I mean, um, Davey came up; uh, he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, there were still weekends when we all we all had beat him straight straight up. You know, you know, what be it me or Colt or um, Benoit, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we got some legit talent, and I think it's helped us uh, get better. You know what I mean? Like, the more uh, the Americans would come up, and you know, they kind of introduce some like the other teams into what it takes, like you know, for testing wise and and um, developing the bike, and um, how much more of a business it is. So, um, I think it's really helped us, and it's given me the opportunity to have a pretty cool job for several years, you know? Yeah, definitely, you know, and uh, I was talking to Colton last night, and you mentioned this Luago, like, you, you know, you want to kick his ass every weekend, but the atmosphere of the Canadian Nationals seems so, you know, I say relaxed, and I don't know if that's the proper word, but you guys are able to be buddies, and you know, talk to each other and hang out, and I think that's really cool when the with Americans coming up there, or some of our, you know, coming up, and the the environment is really awesome. It seems like in the Canadian Nationals, and now with the new Triple Crown series, it, it seems like that Canadian series is gonna probably just continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I mean, it's legit. You guys are killing it up there. Yeah, it's good. It's it's you know it's what we need. Um, obviously, there's gonna be some pains with uh, with with that, but sure. Um, yeah, it, it needed to happen um, because there was a little bit. Uh, the previous um, <clears throat> promoter was kind of getting apathetic, like, uh, just kind of, you know, not that he didn't care, but he was just kind of over it a little bit, I'd say, and just kind of going with the motion. So I think just it's just kind of like fresh uh, fresh outlook and, um, you know, motivation to, to see growth and uh, help us, you know, make it, take that next level to make it more serious. But at the same time, like you say, it's, the atmosphere is a lot different. Like when I went down and did Ironman, and I'm just walking through the pits, and everyone is just like sitting back, all yeah. reserved, and and looks like they want to kill each other. And 
at home, like we could battle on the battle it out on the uh, uh, on the track for 35 minutes, and then you know shoot the shit and laugh and staging before Moto Two. It's not going to change our effort level. It's exactly. Just, um, everybody's everybody's enjoying themselves. I think a little bit more. Well, and I really wish it was that way here because I mean that's what we experience when you know we're all vet racers here in this studio. And we go to these our local races and. We sit at the line and we bullshit and we we ask if they could maybe make it one lap less because we're old and we joke and play yeah. and you know it's a, it's it's fun. That's why we got into this thing to begin with. Yes, it's a job for you. Yes, it's a job for Eli Tomac, but it's a hell of a fun job too. And and I love I just love what you guys do. Um, I told Colton that I kind of discovered the Canadian Nationals in '07 when Dusty Clatt was killing it. And I fell in love with the announcers and the attitude, and honestly, I thought it was better racing. Yeah, the um, yeah, the, the those guys like Coster and Trevor, they were um, quite the pair. And like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like they were so colorful and into it, and they would get stoked over um, you know battles and for like you know mid pack battles and absolutely show that and. Um, yeah, it's you know in a way we kind of we kind of need that with this new program a little bit. I mean, I think that Mark Travers, uh, the one dude, was a pretty valuable asset um, uh, to it. And um, I don't know what you know what goes what's involved with it and, and why he isn't there. So that's another story. But sure, um, yeah, like he, he, those guys brought in a lot, and I know back when we were on Speed Vision, there was an issue, uh, a conflict of interest because we were getting more hits than the AMA racing oh, wow. back then, you know, like 08 and stuff. When yeah. We were on Speed Vision too. So they upped their price uh, <laughs> for, for, for everything. And then uh, that's when we, uh, we pulled out. And it wasn't until, I guess, this year really that, you know, back then in 08 and stuff, I was, you know, that was when I first moved into the 450 class and, you know, I'd get calls from people that, hey, man, I've seen you on Speed Vision, this and that, and, and I kind of, like, petered away um, until this year um, with the with the TV coverage I get with TSN and stuff up home, you, you know, I'm starting to get people calling me and saying, hey, dude, I've seen you on TV, that was good, and, and I think that goes along with the Triple Crown and everybody wanting it to progress. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it's good. It's on it's on the upswing again for sure. That's cool. Hey, uh, any good uh, filthy Phil stories yet? <laughs> uh, not yet, but I mean, me and him are about the same age. We raced each other when we were kids. Um, he about yeah, he about landed on me at Broom Tioga in the CBS <laughs> class um, on the on this big triple step down. We were jumping it on four fifties, and then he went to the fence and jumped it on the. 250s while we were while we were battling it almost landed on me and then shot off the track in another place and <laughs> i remember Phil. we yeah we were on 60s and i think uh, i'm pretty sure it was him but he he had no bar pad on his on his bars and uh he knocked his his front teeth out on his on his handlebars on a 60 oh jeez uh i remember that and then uh yeah and then he and then i had i seen him like when we were amateurs a bunch, and I same thing with Lawrence, Jason Lawrence. I raced like there was a group of us that that raced together quite often. Um, this kid Mitch Doherty in New York. Um, there was a there was a pretty good competitive group, and I think they even riot racing with those guys as an amateur, being from Canada, that really helped me um, get get 
a lot faster um, because those guys would, you know, there's still a lot of kids that were going down. This was before, like, I was playing hockey in the winter, right? So I never, yeah, really, yeah. never really rode, rode dirt bikes. And once I started, uh, <clears throat> you know, being kind of like um, um, winning a lot up here, then I started going down and racing against kids like that. And, uh, yeah, but he was always a colorful Colorful character. There's a, there's <laughs> Still a few is. Them from, from the, northeast, uh, the northeast and the, and the New Englanders are all a wild bunch, man. It's crazy. Yeah, all those those three guys you just mentioned all rode for me at Team Green when I was running Team Green, and uh, but you you, okay. you didn't mention Canary. I'm sure you raced Canary a lot too, right? Yeah. Well, I I he was uh, he was a couple years older than me, so okay. I didn't I, I did race against him until we were uh, like. Like Doherty and Nicoletti and um, uh, Jay Weller and there was uh, Lawrence and, and we were all like 87, 88 birthdays. Mm-hmm. And I think Tinnery is like an 85. So he was just a little bit older that I never really raced him much until we were on pro or like big bikes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I got some, a really, I guess, strange story. I work in the oil field out here. And the company I work for has quite a few guys from Canada that uh, come down here. And one of my bosses out there is from Canada. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I got this dumb little radio show we, me and my buddies do here at the house. And he's like, yeah, what's it about? And I was like, oh, it's about, like, we talked to a lot of pro dirt bike riders. And he's like, and this is an older guy. And he's like, oh, I met a guy who said he races dirt bikes and about a couple of months ago. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, it's like Medaglia something. I was like, Tyler Medaglia? He's like, yeah, and I showed him a picture of you off of your Instagram. He's like, yeah, I met that guy. He was really cool. He's like, I didn't even believe he could make a living off riding dirt bikes. But I just was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really cool, (laughs) I guess, for me and for somebody who's not into it to see just how, like, how approachable pro dirt bike riders are. So I hope that we can get that down here with the, with, as far as some of the guys coming and racing with y'all, bringing that attitude here into the States. Yeah, I mean, and that's just one thing. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, the the problem is that I've noticed with some of the kids in the States, especially the ones that are competitive and are at this level, um, the ones that haven't gone to school, um, you can really tell the social aspect. Yeah, definitely. Who have been homeschooled. So there's a social part where, you know, I mean, I went, I graduated high school, uh, you know, at, at, like I did all the regular things that normal kids do. So, you know, being in this, this sport is not, especially at the, the high level, and especially when in the States, because it, it is so competitive and the kids have to be groomed from such a young age. Um, what what we had going for us is that we have, like, the longevity. So, you know, we would get good in the winter, and then our skill level would drop in the um, in the winter, and then, you know, it would go get a little bit higher the next year and then dip back down the winter, but you never really kind of got burnt out. And I think that's kind of why um, it, it's been easier for me to have a good career because I, I can even, like, I, I notice differences even still today. You know, I'm 30 years old, and um, you can continuously improve if you're not burnt out. And it wasn't till like, this Triple Crown thing, man, like, I don't blame... Um, Filipoto and Dungy and these guys were all retiring <laughs> early, man. Like, getting burned yeah. out. <laughs> this, this, all, all your racing, man, will drive somebody nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's a lot of work. Yeah, I can I only think, imagine. Yeah, so I think that's that's why um, we just, for the most of us, we've all went to school and we had that you know social aspect sure. that kind of carries over into our in our uh, you know personalities and and our and at our races and, and uh, you know kind of shows. Right. So who are you picking, Hurlings or Tomac? <laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah, here. you know that's a that's a <laughs> that's a tough one, man. Um, you know, I obviously I'd like to. I like uh, Tomac. I just think that uh, man, that's so strong. Um, but you know, it's going to come down to starts, and, and if it does rain, um, that could change it all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Tomac has has a big advantage going in. How how are you on those graded starts? Um, I, you know what? Like my starts are pretty uh, pretty good, and uh, you know I got I, I got seven hole shots um, this year in our series. Are y'all running and, the greats um, or dirt? No dirt, but we have some end starts too. Oh, okay, because yeah, they're they're like, doing they're doing the the expanded metal starts at, at MXDN, I believe. Yep, yeah, and we did that last year. And oh, okay. It was, it was fine. It was just, it just like, I think the way I had my bike set up last year, and I had kind of mediocre starts there, but I think uh, just how my bike is, I, for some reason I gel with this uh, this Cowie, um, and I think uh, my starts, you know, I, I'm hoping to get a whole shot, to be honest. Heck, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm pulling for you guys. You know, obviously, look, I, I'm biased. I want America to win. But I want to see Canada be, you know, up. I want to see, like you say, break that that record, the best finish you guys have ever had. I, I think you have a great team and you work your butts off. And I'd love, you know, you, really, you're kind of being overlooked a lot, I think, you know. Um, but I, I, I think you guys can do a lot better than people are giving you credit for. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but, I mean, they think that for a reason. I mean, there has been times where we've struggled and kind of shit the bed, so. Um, yeah, I think it's time this year to, you know, to pull the trigger and, uh, you know, show them what we're really capable of. I think, uh, we kind of have that, that kind of home field advantage. Yeah. Similar to, to the Americans out so close to us. So, um, I think we need to capitalize on that and, and, uh, bust big. Definitely. So we were talking to AP and he's dying his hair red, white, and blue. What do you got going on? <laughs> what, what's that? We were talking to AP, and he's dyeing his hair red, white, and blue. So, what are you, what are you going to do to show your colors? <laughs> I was going to I was going to put a I was going to wear a roots uh, roots onesie. It's like a uh, <laughs> roots roots is like a Canadian company that uh, you know I think they sponsored the Olympic team and stuff. So right, it's a, it's a very patriotic um, brand. So I was thinking about rocking the onesie. I I, I don't I'm not going to dye my hair. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look like a, like a copycat either. I right. can wear a hockey helmet wave a flag on the hockey stick maybe too on the, the opening ceremony or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, something something maybe a little funny, you know, but yeah, patriotic. That That's really rad. Um, man, I can't wait. I just can't. I get more and more excited by the minute to get there. Yeah, me too. I, even just talking about this now, but uh, – yeah, I was gonna say I would say I was gonna put a Senators Senators jersey on as my the, my favorite hockey team, but that would just stir up shit amongst everybody on the team. Um, and like Galdi, the Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and so is Mathis, and 
if I'm if I'm if I'm there wearing my Sens jersey, we're gonna start a we're gonna start a civil war just before <laughs> we even get the gate going. Right. Well, hey, I got one last question for you. A um, little bit just okay. off outside of Moto. Um, well, first of all, when I texted you last night, you sent a text back and said you were listening to Mashuga, which I, I guarantee nobody in the studio knows who Mashuga is besides me. So I want to know a little bit about like what your hobbies are, and if, is, is that the kind of music you're into? Do you go to concerts and stuff like that? Yeah, well, I was yeah, I was listening to the Paul Pemex show, and he was talking about you and how you have long hair and you're in the metal. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm like I was kind of big into music when I was a kid, and uh, that's what I was you know going to school. I was taking prerequisites to get into an art school, and um, yeah, from from music. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I. I'm, like I got really competitive into bicycling. I raced Cat um, Cat One um, for a couple of years in cyclocross. It was kind of like some of my hobbies. But I have three kids, so um, so that's kind of a tidbit that uh, some people don't know. And uh, my wife is um, my wife is like the you know was a the winningest uh, woman racer in Canadian history. Oh wow! And, okay. Yeah, yeah, she. Um, She's got, um, you know, she was whenever she would go down and do a WMX race, she'd be inside the top five and battling for podiums and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. And, What's her name? Yeah, Heidi Cook. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I ran yeah, the Team so Green fast. program, she would come down and ride a bunch of races, and I had Jessica Patterson, all those you know, top green riders for that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So does she, does she still ride? Yeah. So that's a. She uh, well, <clears throat> she does a little bit. I have a. I got a 250F for her this year to ride, and uh, she's done a little bit. But she's into like, um, like running marathons and stuff. Like she's uh, she's a freak, really. <laughs> that, just sound, just a, that just sounds horrible. She just didn't. Yeah, she just did an ultra trail run, so it was like a 65 kilometer uh, running race. It was like just Ugh. craziness. So. They would find me dead yeah. about a third of the, not even a third, maybe a sixteenth of the way through, I'd be dead on the side of the trail. Not somewhere. me, i just sit down and hang out. I'm not running anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's all good. Well, Tyler, man, again, appreciate you coming on. I know it's kind of late where you are, and you guys have a busy week trying to get ready for the MX of Nations, but we, we are greatly honored and appreciate your time, and I really look forward to finding you and saying hi this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I appreciate you uh, having me on, and, uh, yeah, anytime you want to call me up and shoot the shit, just let me know, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you do the other side this weekend. Yeah, absolutely man you won't miss him big the probably the biggest hard rocking looking guy out there and he's just a big poser because he's like into like nerdy stuff i really i, I listen to like he's what, a michael justin, jackson I, fan. justin timberlake justin, and, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. okay. we'll talk we'll, we'll talk some metal this weekend sure. definitely man definitely all right tyler we'll see you in a few days and uh be safe man thanks yes sir Stay around. tyler medaglia team canada we think Dude, it's gonna be awesome. The whole the whole weekend's getting better and better, and the guys that aren't going, I feel so sorry for them not going. Yeah, poor Scott. <laughs> Scott's, uh, sitting over Scott's there. the only one in the studio that doesn't get to go. But uh, hey, before we go to our next little break, I want to remind you guys: Fly Racing uh, and the Moto X Pod Show is giving away a helmet this week or uh, in the next couple weeks. We it's the Fly Racing Toxin with Mips the Embargo Helmet. You can check it out on FlyRacing.com. Comes in six different colors. Uh, again, I'm going to remind you guys, post pictures of you riding with your old, busted-ass, ugly, junky helmets, 
And in the next couple of weeks, we'll pick a winner. Tag tag uh, Modex Pod Show, Dark Side if you want, and at Fly Racing on Instagram. And we will get somebody a free helmet. It's kind of hard to beat. TJ, he keeps trying to get one of those free helmets. It's not going to happen. I'm not letting him have one. He won't give me anything for free. No, and um, the guy that won the Baggett helmet was like, dude, I'm so stoked. And I was like, yeah. I mean, if you hadn't won it, I was going to keep it, but I wasn't going to tell TJ. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. And Hal is in studio. All right, our next guest is brought to you by Mad Jack Synthetics. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. They are riders, racers, and just all-around fans of dirt bikes. Contact Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics at 805-531-9551 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram, Dane Amsoil Guy. Hit them up. But our next guest is another Team Canada rider, Mr. Jess Pettis. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Not too much. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, dude. We're excited. We've had the entire Team Canada on. Well, actually, we had Colton on last night, but we're going to add it to the end of the show as if he was on tonight. So, yeah, it's pretty Team Canada-heavy uh, show tonight. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's cool. It's cool that we're all on and able to kind of probably talk about, you know, the team and, and how it's all going to go. I think we've got a solid team, so it should be fun. I agree. You know, like we we talked, like I said, we talked to Colton last night. We just got done with Tyler, and um, yeah, give us your thoughts on you know what what your expectations are and, and what it meant to you to be asked to be on the team. Yeah, no, it's uh, <clears throat> it's pretty amazing to be chosen for Motocross Nations. Um, first time for me. I haven't been a part of it, so it's all it's all going to be new, and uh, I think it's going to be a, a super cool experience, especially at you know Red Butt. As everyone knows, it's going to be hectic and and so <laughs> many fans and and huge. So. Um, that itself is going to be a cool experience and just racing in front of the world, uh, against the best in the world. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Definitely. What are you guys using for trucks and everything to come down here? Are you going to all be pitted out of one truck or what, what's the uh, logistics of how team Canada is going to operate? Yeah. So we're going to take, uh, the Honda team, the Honda, uh, GDR Honda team. They got a big semi truck and, uh, it was a kind of an issue at the beginning when it was all thought about. Um, that's why kind of it, it came up to the Honda rig, uh, to be chosen because they don't have an energy drink, uh, on the team. So I know there was talk about, I mean, Tyler Medalli is all obviously a monster athlete and I'm with Rockstar. So kind of got to be careful with the rig that we're pitting under. So yeah. that kind of worked best to take the Honda rig and it's red and white. So it's like in Canada. <laughs> there you go. Heck yeah. It's Yeah. So I got something totally off subject here and, um, mm-hmm. As some, as I guess, an American, basically the main thing that we think of a lot of us when we think of Canada is a tra- trailer park boys. So, <laughs> yeah, so right. how often do you get that? How often do you get the trailer park boys references and all that kind of stuff when you're down here? Uh, honestly, not really the trailer park boys ones, but uh, more so hockey. I mean, I uh, everyone obviously knows that it's huge up in Canada. It's the main sport, and uh, motocross is. It's pretty well six months round, uh, you know, not not all year round in Canada because of the weather. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's that. Well, but I've just I I, I've just I, decided that everybody from Canada is just all acts like the Trailer Park Boys, and that's just how I see everybody. Just an idiot, TJ. <laughs> hey, we're just a bunch of rednecks, and uh, and we're out there having fun racing dirt bikes part time. I just right? remember you're talking to a bunch of Texans. So yeah, yeah, we're in East Texas, just so it's like yeah. here. <laughs> Join the club. All right, there we go. <laughs> hey, hey, brother, I got a question for you. Um, 
what's it like to uh, compete with uh, you know your fellow Canadians uh, throughout the year, and then you know pit out of the same truck and be on the same team? Is there you know is there any uh, any uh, one-upmanship? You trying to you know beat your boys, or what's it like to be on a unified team now instead of trying to uh, put each other um, down? Well, actually, I was, well, I was the 250 class up in Canada, and I'm going to be, or yeah, I mean, actually, I guess I am racing those guys up in Canada, or I mean, up in uh, at Red Bud, but I didn't really race them them all summer because Tyler and Colton had both right. 450 class, and I was the in 250 class. But um, yeah, I mean, I have raced them in in some Marina Cross and Supercross races and stuff. So, so it's going to be your responsibility. It's going to be your responsibility to um, keep them from fighting, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it'll be on, fun. On behalf of... I mean, uh, see, see where I fit in against the 450s, and, I mean, we're going to give it our best. Well, I think you should, uh, you know, uh, you know, for a good favor of the U.S., maybe you should, you know, block pass a few of them, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I don't know if the U.S. is going to need that. I feel like they got a pretty solid team this year. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, Justin, and Tomac—they're all super gnarly, as everyone knows. So, I think on home soil, they're going to be—they're going to be strong for sure. Yeah. Have you raced at Redbud before? Uh, no, I haven't raced at Redbud. Um, I went there a couple years ago, watched the AMA National. We had an off weekend up in Canada and went down there and watched. And I really wanted to do a couple AMA Nationals this year, and Redbud was was uh, thought about for sure, but. Um, it was kind of if I was in the right position to go down and race them AMA Nationals. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was in the championship hunt for the, the 250 class all summer, so I didn't really want to risk it and, and go race a different series when I was already, you know, halfway through a uh, season up in Canada. Yeah. Well, um, so this year you've done – I mean, you've done amazing up in the with the Triple Crown Series – how much does that give you confidence, you know, just as you're growing in your career? I mean, what has that series meant to you so far this year? Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a dream season for me. Honestly, uh, this year has been great. Um, really helped out. I went down to, to California. I spent six months down there training and, and building a good program, and I raced some, some Supercross in the winter, and then that gave me some good confidence coming into the outdoor series for the, the Triple Crown. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had a great summer, and, and uh, was was a top 250 guy pretty well all summer and was able to get a lot of moto wins and overalls and got the championship, which was awesome. And uh, I didn't do the whole arena cross portion of it. I was more so focusing on my supercross down in the States. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I missed the, missed the arena cross, did the outdoors, and then I'm, we've done a couple of the supercross rounds now in the fall time. Uh, I've won the first two, two rounds of supercross, so that's been going great. And after Redbud, we got a couple more of those. But the whole new series up here has been uh, has been amazing this year. I think it's it's healthy for the sport in Canada, and I think it definitely needed a bit of a uplift. So Absolutely, I'm, I'm pumped on that. One thing that I'm was that's kind of amazing to me, really, is with the, how good your season's gone. You started <laughs> on Hondas and then went to Yamahas early in the season, didn't you? And I mean, that had to be kind of difficult. No, I, I actually didn't. Um, okay, I, I, I've, been, I've been with the Yamaha team now for. Um, it's my third year with the Yamaha team. They've been great, but for some reason in the result sheet, it said I was on a Honda for like the first four rounds. That's or what I yeah I saw that. Was, I was looking at your results and saw yeah. that. And, okay, a Honda winning. <laughs> so I'm not sure why it said Honda was on Yamaha's whole season. Okay, so, 
And, uh, that definitely didn't happen, but I can see where you, where you see that from for sure. Are you going to try to hit some super crosses this year as coming up year also? Yeah, I definitely want to. I'm kind of just trying to figure out my super, uh, my, my winter plans right now. And yeah. Try and try and figure something out for Supercross. I, uh, I did it all last season. You know, it's the first time I've ever, ever went and raced Supercross and obviously you need to do it and, and get experience and get your name out there to get any support. You can't just expect to get good support right away. So that's what I did. I built my own private cheer program, went out of my van and put in a bunch of money and, and went racing and I had some, some pretty good results. I feel like, um, I was getting better and better. I made, I only ended up racing four of them. I made the last two main events and right. was making great progress. So you were yeah. great in fantasy. I'm about to say, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was waiting for you to get done. I was going to say the, the last event that you did, you killed it for my fantasy team. So, yeah, I appreciate that, <laughs> even though I sucked all year. <laughs> yeah, that's per- that's good because at, uh, at Oakland was my first Supercross because I ended up actually getting hurt in the, the beginning of the, the wintertime there. So I had to wait till Oakland, and a lot of people picked me for fantasy, and I uh, – I whole started the heat race and crashed out and then crashed out in the LCQ. So I let a lot of people down there, but I also, uh, you know, I got them some points in, in uh, Salt Lake City, so that was good. <laughs> That's right. You were exciting, though. Hey, the, uh, What's the, that? I said you were exciting to watch. The, okay. uh, Thank you. The one thing with the Canadian series that's happening right now, if, if you could uh, put a word in for us down here, is we need some more access to see it. <laughs> we're we're struggling down here trying to watch it. I I love watching. I watch all the European GPs, and I used to watch all the Canadian nationals, mm-hmm. and it's just not been very easy for yeah, us. Yeah, so there's here, a so. yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, there is a live uh, a live stream, so it's all live and it's online. I think on the the Triple Crown uh, dot com. I, th- I think it is uh, Rockstar Triple Crown. There's a live stream every national, um, and then it's broadcasted on TSN. Uh, a couple weeks later, so I know they've all been playing on TSN the last couple weeks, but they're they're not live, unfortunately. CSN, I guess that must be a TSN. Kid. Oh, TSN. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not an American station. Yeah. So yeah, you, oh, you wait, we're we're putting this that. we're putting the ball in your court now. Now it's your job yeah. to make sure that we get <laughs> yeah. it on American down here. Get to be able to watch it. There's so. a lot of politics in yeah. motocross racing. You have to learn how to work it. So <laughs> you, need to, you need to be our guy uh, well, flying the American yeah, we'll banner that. up there for us. I know last year it was actually on Mav TV. You guys got that. Yeah, last Some year and I got it last year, but it would be like round one would come on, and then the next week it would show, or maybe a week later it'd show round two, but then it would actually be round one. It was really a mess. Uh, it, it was so bad yeah, that I got to where I quit recording it because every week it was the same race. But it said like round three, <laughs> yeah. round four, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're not going to fool me. I, yeah. I, I, I realize I already watched this race. <laughs> So I guess the deal with Rockstar this year um, was that if the live stream, everything went good, and then all the TSN networking and all the, um, you know, if the whole series went smooth and everything was on time, all the races were to, to the right time, then they would have it live on television for next year. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully that'll be better. I'm sure it'll, you know, first year. Well, you got our back, them, right? So you're going to put in a good word for us here. There we go. Yeah, they'll yeah. listen to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I think it's only going to improve. You know, I asked Colton this, and I asked uh, Tyler this. I mean, like, what are your thoughts overall as a series? I know they had some issues with the you know weather at the first couple of arena crosses. There's a few issues here and there, but compared to what it's been the last couple of years, I mean, are you pretty happy with what they did for year one? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, 
yeah, like you said, the arena cross, I didn't do it, but I, yeah, and I heard about it and it didn't seem like it went too well. I mean, they were all pretty muddy, which isn't great, but, um, as far as outdoors for me, I think it was a lot better. I mean, the payout was better, which they're, they're giving back to the riders a little more. That's important. The tracks were, and the Thompsons, they're running it all and they have just more experience with, uh, with tracks and racing and how it's all, how it all runs. So the tracks were prepped better. They were groomed better. They were set up. You know, we were all raced on Saturdays this year instead of Sundays. And that was, you know, they can prep the tracks longer and better. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think, yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, a good positive take out of the year for them. And it's just going to get better from here on out. Yeah, I think so. You know, we, we talked um, a lot tonight and some other, you know, a lot of Americans are, have been coming up there. Davey came up, you know, tone or, um, Michael Lessie's been up there. Phil's coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard some rumors of some other guys maybe coming up. I mean, one, I, I think that adds a little bit of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, it kind of gets people down here anyway, noticing it more, but it shows that you guys really do have a good program. You have a lot of talent up there. Uh, I, I think that the Canadian series is just eventually it, I hope that it equals mm-hmm. what we have in the States. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, like you said, those, those big name guys coming up, it, uh, at first a lot of people were kind of bummed on it and, uh, or, I mean, a lot of riders were kind of bummed on it cause you know, they're, they're taking away some of the glory, but yeah. it's, uh, it's just making, it's making it all better, bigger. Um, you know, it's raising the bar of competition and us Canadians have to step it up and, um, no, it's been awesome. I mean, the whole series gets a lot more attention with those guys coming up. So it's, it's great. Um, yeah, no, it's, well cool um so what what is your expectations for yourself like what going into the mx of nations this weekend's huge race obviously i mean Mm -hmm. like look the country the country every country wants their team to win there's sort of a lot of pressure there but do you go in with a mindset of trying to hold your that that expectation on your shoulders or do you go in just saying all right i'm gonna do my best i'm gonna have fun and try to relax you know, I mean, are you letting the pressure get to you, I guess, is sort of what I'm asking. No, um, no, I mean, I'm always a pretty fun-like guy and, and just have fun with it. And they were racing dirt bikes. But, uh, yeah, obviously we're going to give it 100%. And uh, and I want to do the best I can possibly do and hopefully get a good result for our team. Um, you know, I think for me, just getting getting some good starts and just running up there. I mean, I don't know any of the guys really yeah. I'm riding against. So I'm just okay. kind of gonna go out there and see where we stand but uh i mean i'm i'm feeling the best i've ever felt on a dirt bike and feeling fit and um and really comfortable with my whole setup so i think i think that i can open some eyes and show the world what i got um but i think i'm just gonna go race by race and have fun and kind of see where we end up sure um i know we got i know we got a solid team i think the the three of us are going to be going to be great we all work together we all we all get along great and we all put in 110% effort. So I think, um, I think we can for sure make it in the A final and see where we are from there. Um, there's no reason why, why we can't do good. I like, I like how dark side tried to put a bunch of pressure on you and you just handle it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, honestly, those big races, like the big one off races more. So, um, I can't say they don't get to me, but I feel like I just kind of let it come to me. Sure. Um, it's funny. Actually, my first, AMA Supercross, I thought I'd be super nervous and thought the nerves would get to me, but um, it's probably the less nervous I've ever been on the start gate of any of my races, so it's kind of crazy. I feel like there's almost more pressure 
Oh, I mean, you know, like a like a series up in Canada where I'm the main guy, I'm expected to win, and all the eyes are on me. Where you know, Red Bud, there's you know, I'm not expected to win. I'm not going to be a top guy. So if I have a bad race, then nobody's really going to notice. But if I kill it, then people are going to be like, "Oh, who's this kid?" That, that's so, how it is for all of us old God. vet riders in here. All of us vet riders, we sit on the line. Nobody expects us to do anything. So <laughs> if we don't get last, they're happy. Exactly. So. Not have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you do bad, then no one notices, and if you kill it, they're shocked. So. Yeah, right on. Good. Well, hey, yeah. Jess, I got a couple more questions for you, real quick, and I'll let you get out of here. Um, so, look, the the big the big hoopla over this event really is Eli versus Hurley. That's what everybody's talking about. You know, who's better? There's no way to tell that in one race. What do you think? No. I mean, just if you had to pick one in motocross as a whole. Would you think Tomac or Hurley? So let's say they had to race each other six times at six different tracks in six different countries. Who are you taking? Yeah, man, honestly, that, that's so hard to tell. Um, I mean, obviously, both guys have been so gnarly this year, and it's uh, it's really hard to tell. Like, I feel like if you're over in, in Europe and, like, the GPs, I feel like Hurling's got pretty well everyone handled there, but over in the States, Tomac's on another level. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know. Um depends tracks too like hurlings is crazy on sand and true um i guess we'll have to wait and find out like i, I mean i feel like tomac's gonna gonna take it on home soil for sure i think so too to be honest but, uh, yeah yeah i hope so i think it'll be cool it'll be with all the fans and stuff they're gonna go crazy do you watch the gps um i pay attention to them i don't like watch every round um i kind of see highlights here and there and i'll watch the odd gp have you um, seen the? Yeah, hurling. Hurling is crazy over there. Yeah. Have you seen the track that they're racing the um, donations next year in Assen? Uh, no. Yeah. So I actually don't even know um, what where exactly is it for next year. It's in Assen. It's a uh, hand built sand track in a like a road race course environment. You know, like oh really? Yeah, and it's gnarly deep sand. Like I. And just yeah. imagine that most of the riders from the U.S. are not going to even want to go next year. <laughs> yeah. We may stay home no. next year. <laughs> We're going to win this year and just call yeah. it, hey, yeah, look so, at this. So my question is, are you a good sand rider? Are you, are you, are you uh, somebody that they will be proud to take next year too? Um, actually, so I've grown up on the West Coast of Canada, which is, you know, it's like California. The West Coast is not really known for sand. I've never really rode a lot of sand, nor have I really been known as a sand rider. <laughs> Um, this year at, I'm sure you guys have all heard of Gopher Dunes. It's like one yep, of the yep. gnarliest tracks known to be, um, yeah, definitely the, the gnarliest one of our circuit up, up in, up in Canada. And, um, this year I, I actually shocked myself and a lot of other people. I, I went, um, you know, first in qual first in practice, first in qualifying. I won, won both motos. Um, I won the second moto by 44 seconds. So then I say I, you're, uh, on, I you're on the team next year then. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm a good sand rider now. Um, you get the TV thing figured out. That. We got the team figured out for for next year. <laughs> there we go. You guys pull some strings. Well, hey, so last question. Let's get to know Jess a little bit outside of moto. Um, so you got a couple weekends off, no riding, no races coming up. What do you do for fun? You know, what, what's your day look like? What's your Saturday and Sunday look like? On a completely, you can do whatever the hell you want to do weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, I have a lot of fun outside of motocross. I mean, um, I've always had a pretty well-rounded life, and uh, yeah, and I've been been thankful for that. I uh, I do a lot of mountain biking up in Canada. We got lots of mountains and snowboarding and mountain biking, um, hunting, fishing, a lot of outdoor stuff. So and hockey um, after after ret- yeah yeah I play play hockey for fun. Don't, uh, <laughs> you know, we have outdoor rinks and stuff. So I'll play some hockey and kind of anything to 
you know, help just keep my fitness up and have fun with friends or whatever. But this time of year, I'm uh, it's good for hunting, so I'll probably be doing some hunting and fishing after uh, after Redbud. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. Jess, man, I appreciate it. Um, like I said, most of us are coming up uh, this weekend, so I'm definitely. I told Courtney I was coming by, and I, I'm bringing a bag of Hawkins cheesies for you guys after the motos. So that's how we're that's how we're gonna party <laughs> down, man. We're gonna bust that bag open and have some Hawkins cheesies, and uh, I'm looking forward to meeting all you guys and 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 Where having do you some buy fun Hawkins weekend. Cheesies in Texas. Well, awesome. Yeah. I'll, I was up in Millville for the yeah. national, and my pit neighbor was from Canada, and they sent me a whole big old box of Hawkins cheesies <laughs> down. So, yeah, I'm bringing a bag. Oh, yeah, there you go. You bring a bag, I'll bring you guys some uh, some Tim Hortons. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do it. So, all right, man, we we're gonna see you this weekend then, and thank you so much for coming on and give us a little bit of your time tonight. Cool. Yeah. No worries. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll see you in a few days at Redwood. Sounds good, Jess. All right, man. Take good care, luck, buddy. Man. All right, so before we go to this next break, we got Hal Simpson in. One of he's, he first of all he showed up two hours late, and then he comes with no questions. That's what the hell, a, dude? That's just OG status. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's a badass. He's like security, but he didn't even. He's not even here to protect me from my fans. You, do you have fans? No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I took an Australian out in the front yard as okay. I was driving up. <laughs> okay. Did he have uh, number two on his back? Yeah, he was climbing up the tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are going to take one more quick little break, and we will be back with Ryan Sipes. All right, right now on the line for this MX of Nations preview show, we've got the number 45 from uh, Honda Canada, GDR, Fox Racing's Colton Fasciati. What's up, Colton? Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, man, so we're stoked. Just, uh, join the night. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, and um, really, really excited about seeing what you guys can do this coming weekend. Um, I'm sure you are. We're going to talk about MX of Nations here in a minute, but what a what a year you had up in Canada for the first uh, Triple Crown year. How, how'd that go for you? I mean, how did you how did you like the overall series with the Supercross and the Arena Cross and just the way they ran it? Yeah, we're, uh, well, pretty much almost done the series now. We still have two more races left, but um, new pr- new promoters came in this year and uh, changed up a lot of things. Uh, got the Ray Cross to start off with, then the outdoors, and then uh, the Supercross at the end of the year, which uh, we still had a couple of rounds left. And, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, they made a lot of changes for, for the good of the sport. And, um Rear cross went really well for me. Um, had a few bad rounds, unfortunately, and lost quite a bit of points. And then uh, outdoors went amazing. It's kind of kind of my forte, I guess you could say. Right. Longer motos and uh, that kind of stuff. So, um, and there was a lot of fast guys this year. So to win it was uh, pretty uh, pretty good. Uh, I was pumped on it. Yeah, uh, and how how much Supercross and Arena Cross have you gotten to ride previous to this year? Um, I used to go, like, in previous years, I used to uh, ride a lot over in um, in um, England for those supercrosses that they had over there. The promoter was from Canada, so I did a lot of those. And, um, prior to this year, uh just uh, practiced at GPF there, so I've got some good supercross practice and, right. and that kind of stuff. So I was, I was fairly prepared, but... Um, it's definitely a different thing when you go out and race it. Definitely. 
Hey man, it's JT here. Um, I just had you gonna go back to GPF this winter and spring like you usually do, or are you gonna retire? <laughs> I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence. Um, my contract's up this year, so um, we're kind of gonna go through it at the end of the year and, and uh, make the call from there, I guess. But uh, GPF, I've been going there for the last ooh, ten years at least, so um, I really like that place. It's uh, one of one of the best facilities, I think. Yeah, so those, I mean, those uh, training facilities, man, they're just, they seem to be growing and, and getting bigger and bigger. And I mean, how, how, how does that help your program going to one of those and being able to stay in one place and just focus on, you know, your riding, not having to worry about traveling and all? I mean, you, you've got everything you need in one place. Yeah, I think that's, that's the biggest thing, just going to a place where you can kind of just buckle down and, and get the job done. And there's not a whole lot of, distractions and uh gpf is really nice just because it's uh you know they have a lot of different uh types of dirt there and um i can kind of do my own program uh they do have a little bit of a structure um for some other guys but uh you can kind of do your own schedule and it's pretty laid back that way so it kind of fits uh, my routine good yeah now and you mentioned that um you know your forte is kind of the outdoors and you had a couple bad races here and there what do you think, like, is there one specific thing that you really need to work on to improve in the Supercross Arena Cross area? I mean, you know, like, I would think for me, I always say, like, whoops, I just would rather go around them. I mean, but do you have something in particular that you're like, okay, I have to get better at this this right here? Yeah, well, a few of the problems I fixed throughout the year, but um, I think my main problem indoors just seems to be my starts haven't been that good. I mean, with with how short the motors are, you, you get a bad start. It's it's pretty tough to come from behind, um, especially with a couple of the talented riders that we have up here. So, um, yeah, I just need to work on my starts, and I've been doing that, but <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't seem to help. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, sometimes you can just work on something maybe too much, and then, you know, it gets in your head a little bit. Yeah, maybe just need to play some more video games to get my reaction done. <laughs> yeah, man, we saw you down at Daytona. I know it's a couple months back. We saw you at Daytona, and you looked pretty comfortable on the bike. Yeah, I felt good. It was uh, my first U.S. Supercross in a long time, and um, just kind of wanted to do it. It's a cool race. I did it uh, years before that and uh, wanted to do it again. Uh, I was expecting to make the main, just came up a little bit short, but uh, felt better every time I was on the track and made some changes and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty disappointing on not being able to make the, the main. And, uh, you know, I think if I had a couple races before that underneath my belt, I probably would have been all right. But uh, <laughs> just everything was kind of new, and uh, it, was, it was tough. It was tough for sure. Right. You know, like I, I – mentioned this is the first year for the Rockstar or for the, the Triple Crown Series. Going in, I know like the first couple rounds, there were some issues at the Arena Cross. Um, you see them just improving it every year, and they, are they really aware that, hey, we had these issues, we want to make it better, and, and, and you see it improving? Yeah, I think so. Um, there's definitely uh, just – I mean, the main, the main problem was uh, some of the dirt came in a little bit frozen and um, had a couple mud races, so I mean that's never fun indoors. And, right. <laughs> uh, you know, couple, couple little issues with you know timing and stuff, but I mean that's inevitable, and 
stuff like that happens all the time. So sure, um, but uh, they made changes throughout the outdoor series even, and um, everything seemed to be running pretty smooth by the end of it. And the last few supercross has been good. A um, couple problems again, but uh, yeah, being the first year, there's always going to be uh, some difficulties and some problems. And uh, you know, they seem pretty pretty motivated and. Um, and to make the sport better and, and yeah. to grow it. So, yeah. Yeah. I would, th- I, from the outside, just what I've seen you know, on TV a little bit and what I've heard, it really actually seems pretty impressive for being a first year, even with the, the couple little problems they've had still seems like it's going pretty well for something that, like I said, is brand new. Yeah. I mean, everybody's hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure. So. I mean, for them to do what they've done, I, I think it's pretty impressive for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, what do you think about all the uh, riders that keep coming from the U.S. up north to ride y'all series? I know a lot of people call them point stealers, but what are your <laughs> thoughts on it? <laughs> uh, I think it's good. I mean, it's definitely upped a lot of our games. I know it upped my game this year to uh, to go out there and try to win. And um, Montreal was a little bit of a different story. It was kind of. Uh, the promoter paid a lot of U.S. riders to come up, which, I mean, I didn't really quite like that just because we were in a big points race for for the Supercrosses and, and the 100 band and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, that was kind of, I mean, it is what it is. And, I mean, the points, it didn't really mess with points too much. So, um, yeah. I can see how I that would know. be frustrating, though. Yeah, we, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, luckily it was only just for Montreal, and not they're not doing all of the Super right. rounds. So, well, Colton, let's talk about the the news of the day. Basically, man, we've got one of the biggest, the biggest event of the year, probably one of the biggest MX of nations of all time, at least in my eyes, coming at Redbud this week. You got uh, nominated to be on the team. You know what does that mean to you? And uh, you know, just how are you feeling? Basically, we're six, seven days away from that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, and the fact that it's a uh, five or six hour drive from my house too is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's, that's the best part. I think we're going to have a lot of Canadians going down to cheer us on. So that's good. I uh, don't have to fly 10 hours and have jet lag for a few days. So um, that's definitely the good part about it. And um, coming off of one of my best seasons outdoors, I feel yeah. like uh, I had a really good shot at doing well. And we got a solid team with with Jess and and Tyler. Um, we we're supposed to have Calvin, but he uh, got hurt at Montreal there, which was pretty unfortunate. But um, I mean, with the with the talent that we had to pick for riders um, between those guys, it was basically a toss up anyway. So yeah, um, it's going to be a solid team either way. Yeah, I I was really excited about this team, and I was really excited last year. And you guys did a really good job, you know. I mean, Courtney, we've had her on the last two years, and I really think she's pretty pretty impressive with what she how she's involved herself with the sport and what she brings. And I, I mean, I just yeah, I think I, they're kind of overlooking maybe how good your team can be. Yeah, I think uh, well, Tyler showed how good he could do at the last U.S. round, so. Um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Red Bud's probably track that's, you know, kind of similar to some of our tracks, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a Sandley or something like that. So um, I, I think Tyler's ridden there before. I've ridden there years ago, and I don't think Jess has been there before, but, um, you know, it should be good. 
Definitely. Yeah, man. I I know the VIPs ticket sold out within a couple hours. I think there's going to be a lot of people coming from all over the world. It's going to be packed house. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the fans there. I, I remember the fans just being nuts, and that wasn't even for the donation. So it's right. ten times crazier than that, I'm sure. So with it Should be- I bring my chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> with it being that close to you, did you have to like pull some strings and get a bunch of tickets for family and friends? Uh, no, not not really. But I know there's a lot of people coming. That's for sure. Yeah, well, we'll be there. And I, I told Courtney, I'm bringing the Hawkins cheesies. So, <laughs> nice. po- post race, I'm coming to Team Canada's pits, and we're we're going to chow down on some cheesies. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, how do you get along with? I, I, from what I understand, the the riders in Canada at the nationals, man, it's more, it's a little more laid back. You guys all seem to get along. Are you pretty tight with you with uh, Tyler and Jess? Yeah, I've had uh, I've had Tyler uh, as a teammate a couple of years, um, Blackfoot days, yeah, quite a few years back, and uh, you know he's super cool, he's a super fun guy to work with and hang around with, and uh, went to designations in Latvia uh, a couple of years ago with him, so that was a super fun time. And Jeff, he's kind of the newcomer; he this will be his first designations. Yep, and um, he's got a lot of. Uh, energy too so he's uh he's he's fun to be around i trained with him at gpf uh uh two years ago i believe and uh he's super hard worker super uh super talented on the bike so to have him as teammates awesome as well definitely yeah like i said i'm very excited about getting up there and i I can't wait to meet you guys um i've said a lot of times on here that I love the Canadian series, even just for the like the announcers and the way that it's covered and the, the personalities. It seems so much more fun. Like when I the first time that I ever watched a Canadian national, I think it was '07 with like when Dusty Clatt was you know Blackfoot and killing it, and I I could just remember like jumping out of my seat because the announcers were so exciting and the racing was so good. And man, I'm just, I just—I love it. I think you guys put on a hell of a show up there. Yeah, I think that's kind of the vibe up here. Everybody gets along pretty good. Everybody talks to each other, yeah. and helps each other out, that kind of thing. And I know, I know from racing in the states, it's definitely a little bit more cutthroat. Would I guess you would say? I mean, there's, there's tons of people that would lend you the shirt off their back, but it's it's uh, definitely not quite the same. It's. Uh, <laughs> definitely more of a fun oriented uh time up here in canada i guess you could say but i mean at the same time i feel like the last few years it's kind of gotten a little bit more serious i uh, mean more u.s riders coming up right guys fighting for that hundred grand stuff like that yeah that stuff and it's gonna get that way right well our sport's supposed to be fun man and it's it's a fun sport so if you guys can keep it that way that's that's pretty important yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember watching my first one. It's probably been like you said, oh seven. It's Blackfoot Honda just dominating everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wad, yeah, Wad, Clat. I still run handguards on my Honda just because it looks so badass when Dusty was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so, and that's with uh, Travers and Coster commenting, and those guys were yeah animals on the mic. Yeah, I actually, I at the time I had a DVD burner, so I have most of those races burned on DVD, which is not in high def. It looks kind of like shit on my TV now, but I'll still go back and watch and just <laughs> man, it's it was some of the best racing I ever saw on TV. Nice. So hey, Colton, <laughs> just before we let you go, you know when you're not at the track and you're not you know, in the gym or you're not thinking about motocross, like, what do you do? What are your hobbies outside of racing? Uh, I like, uh, golfing. Golfing's, uh, pretty high on the priority list, even though I don't get to go much, but, uh, especially with having kids now, I got two kids. That <laughs> right. takes up, uh, most of my time. And my son, he's three, he's riding now, got training wheels off, all that sort of fun stuff. So, wow. Um, definitely enjoy going riding with him more than, more than I enjoy riding now, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see him ride and see how much fun he has on the track. So that's pretty cool. And uh, you know, still uh, still a kid at heart. I still play Xbox here and there. Right. <laughs> Quite a bit, actually. <laughs> More than I should. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool that but, your kid's uh, into it. Yeah. And, I mean, future moto dad. That's just kind of, yeah, that way, you, even as you get older, you can still, you know, you, maybe you decide to retire and, Still go to the track and enjoy it with your family, your son, you know, as he grows up. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the parts that I enjoyed growing up was just going to the track with my family and friends and just playing at the track. It was just a fun fun place to be and fun weekend and keep me out of trouble. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we had to pull out a second mortgage, get a motor home, and about six mini bikes would be good to go. <laughs> No, don't remind me of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that's the scary part of it. So I was kind of glad that when my son decided he didn't want to race. Oops. Yeah, all right. Well, Colton, man, hey, I appreciate you taking some time. Um, for those that don't know, we're recording this on Monday. Colton, Colton had a, an event to go to tomorrow night, and we, we rescheduled, but I was really glad to be able to get you on here. Um, look look forward to meeting you on hopefully Friday or Saturday. I, I don't know. what. Sure. We're going to be at the track pretty much the whole weekend, and we're definitely going to come see you. Maybe we can do a uh, pre-race little interview or something. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks a lot for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks. All right, Colton. Yes, thanks, man. Enjoy you have night. a good night, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. You too. Thanks. All right, thanks. Bye. Colton Fasciati, Team Canada. Man, I just – I can't wait for this weekend. Yeah, I've been saying be it for awesome. weeks, but like it's getting close. I'm like, oh my god, it's just a few more days. Yep, flights leave Thursday. Can't wait. Yeah, you're leaving Thursday, so I'm leaving Friday. And then uh, TJ, who's okay. not here right now, he drives out like uh, tomorrow? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. He'll be home tonight. Maybe tomorrow night. They got to go. Uh, I think they're picking up an RV on the way up. Or on yeah, the way yeah. Back, he so. mentioned something about it like that. You think it's gonna be like, like a little, like the one I sent a picture of earlier? It's <laughs> like probably a couple probably. hundred bucks and yeah. needs a little work. That's what he wants. Yeah. So. He'll stop at Wendy's and eat off the ninety-nine cent menu. And yep, yeah, that's, that's as long deep. as it's got a lift gate, he'll be good to go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, if he could save a few bucks, he could probably just like he'll make he'll he'll rig it. Yeah, he'll rig it. All right, well, uh, we're gonna take a little break and we'll be back. All right, on the line, brought to you by MX Girl Designs. If you need new graphics for your new bike, your vintage bike, your used beat up, two stroke, doesn't matter. Char at MX Girl Designs will hook you up. Contact Charlene at Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com. Follow her on Instagram. Let her know the Moto X Pod show sent you. But on the line, from Team Puerto Rico, Mr. Ryan Sipes. What's up, Ryan? Oh, 
just last minute getting everything ready, man. How are you guys? We're doing good. And like, I know you're, is, man, it's coming down to the wire. So I appreciate you taking some time on this Tuesday night to spend a few minutes with us idiots. Oh, yeah, anytime. I like you guys. Well, I appreciate that, man. So, um, you know, what did it mean to you to be asked uh, to represent Team Puerto Rico? And, you know, how are you feeling about it going in? Well, we're just five, six days away. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be honest, I thought I was being punked for a long time <laughs> whenever I got the call. Because it's like, why would they pick me, you know, uh, with all these other big names? You know, I don't really fit that bill. But uh, I disagree. But <laughs> They needed a guy, and uh, and and they chose me. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped, man. I've put a lot into this, and um, we're actually just finishing up the bike build now. So I built my own bike, and Husky gave me an engine and stuff. So um, looking forward to it, man. I, I don't know, I don't really know what to expect. I've always dreamed of doing this race, you know. Obviously for Team USA, that didn't really work out. But uh, but hey, if I can go for Team Puerto Rico, I'm happy with that too. So. Yeah, you know. And, you know, you mentioned a second ago that you don't feel like you belonged in that group. But, honestly, let's if you guys go, let you know, you if you make the show, and I know there's people saying that if you make the, 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 the main that you guys might not even race, you ride that whole race, you're probably going to do better than K-Dub and Travis because you're in a whole lot better shape. And you, you can't be that far off their top-level pace. I mean, you're, you were kicking some ass this year in the Outdoor Nationals, and I know for a fact you got more in you. Yeah, I mean, I feel a lot better now than I did this summer when I did the Nationals. I didn't have a ton of time to prep. This, right. This kind of race everything year that I've done, is it, it's a great idea, and it's been super fun. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from it. And it's sure. been, it, it, um, it did what I wanted it to do, which is create maximum exposure. I mean, I've been, you know, had my name out there quite a bit this year. So all that was good, but. What it did, what was tough about it is when you're racing everything, you can't focus on one thing. And uh, it was, you know, it's like I couldn't spend a month prepping for moto because I had a flat track race and an off-road <laughs> race and something else in there, you know, that I had to prep for those things too. And I want to be, I don't want to forget about anything. So I try to do a little bit of everything, but you never, I mean, compare that to how we, I used to be as a, you know, a motocross and supercross guy and you just, that's all you ever did. Did yeah. you would never dream of riding off road or riding flat track or anything? It was just pound laps on the supercross track or whatever. So uh, big difference. But um, I, like I said, I feel better now than I did then. So good. I'm good. looking forward to it, man. I I'm in shape and uh, I think my speed's pretty good. So if I can get off the gate, I'm looking forward to you know hopefully being up in the top ten. So yeah, I'm about to say because you are riding the 250F, right? Yeah. So sure. with you riding the 250F you definitely can get in the top 10. What you need to do is make sure that you go fast enough to force the other guys to get into the A main. <laughs> and <laughs> because with your skill level, I think even in the A main, you're going to be in the, you could easily get up in the top 10 and it wouldn't be surprising. So that would be amazing. Oh, thanks man. I, I like I said, I don't know what to expect. Um, with all the euros, I mean, I've never ridden with any of those guys. So, uh, and who knows what the weather is going to be this weekend. It's probably going to be muddy and cold, and that's right. what kind of what those guys do all the time. So, um, But, I mean, I think – I mean, Kevin and Travis, they're still going to be fast. Sure. There's no doubt in my mind about that. I don't know how long they'll last, but if they can last for 20 minutes, you know, and not crash or, or whatever, um, I think we got a great chance of making the A main and then 
I don't know who you heard that from, but I'm racing. I ain't well, sitting out if I make the hey, man. Well, you, you know, we talked about this, that we're big Pulp fans in here, and, and the rumor that Steve's talking about is that, you know, Kevin said he's not racing. He's only racing on Saturday, and that's all there is to it. You know, and I don't, I don't know how serious that is, I'm but that's what we it. keep we keep hearing from Pulp basically is that you guys aren't have no intention of racing on Sunday, and that that, that is the only thing that has really bummed me out about this because I, I right I, I think you're fast enough to get in, and yes. I'd be honored to see you guys compete. You know, and I know you want to race. Yeah, well, shoot, if I make either main, I don't care. I'm, I want to race. That's, that's right. Race. That's right. I can, you know, so. If those dudes want to hang out and crack a beer, that's fine. I'll go race. I don't care. I like it. Hey, if you need a, if you need somebody to fill in for either one of those guys, I'll bring my helmet with me. <laughs> they'll never, t- they'll never know the difference. <laughs> hey, Ryan, when uh, Tedesco backed out of the pit bike national or pit bike the nation's race, I, uh, I instantly thought of you because of your, uh, your prowess on the KLX 110 and how good you are. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of people don't know how good you really were on a, on a KLX 110, but uh, I was thinking about that you would be a great guy that's going to be at the race to fill in uh, for Team USA on the Pit Bike Nationals. Anybody call you? No, no. I've, yeah. uh, I heard, um, what was it? I was listening to one of the shows, and they were all, well, it was Mathis. He was yeah. all fired up about this Pit Bike thing. Team <laughs> Canada, it's a big blah, deal, blah, man. Blah, blah. Well, I mean, it's he said cool. Blah, blah, it's blah. awesome that they're doing this thing. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty good entertainment you know um but yeah she well i don't know if i'm allowed to but i would probably not. love to do it i yeah. would love to do it if i could he writes for team puerto rico you, there's no boss i would i would tell you craig that uh my brother raced the pit bike world championships the last two years he's he's pretty dang good on one of them he things, was but he's in, he, or, he's or in he australia is. yeah he, he <laughs> he's was. in australia for monster jam so yeah. yeah he's out yeah you guys always dominated those those races with a bone stock machine too those are fun down there in texas that was really fun yeah. Yeah. hey man uh you're riding a 250f uh and you said you're building your own bike what are you what are you riding and how are you building it out is anybody helping you do that is it fast um well my my dad helps me out some and i got a buddy that helps me a couple hours a week but uh we, I mean, I'll be honest, we took my 350 race bike that I've been racing in off-road all year and threw, dropped a 250 engine in it because the chassis are the same. So um, I finally, you know, Husky gave me a, what's supposed to be a good engine. I haven't really ridden it much yet, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be going to be better than what I had. You know, I had a yeah. stock one. But, uh, and then, you know, Power Band got me some suspension dialed in, and I like the bike. I think it's good. I mean, oh. it's hard to say with – or it's, it's hard to compare, you know, riding at your own track versus riding at Red Bud. But I've been around enough to know when something's working pretty good, and it seems like it is. Exactly. Oh, oh Billy hooked you up at, from Power Band. He's a, he's a good cat. He's a good friend of mine. He's a good dude. Yeah, Billy, Billy's awesome, man. He, uh, he's a smart dude, and, and he puts, uh, puts a lot into it, I think, as far as instead of just, you know, some of these bigger places, I think they look in their computer and put a setting in where it's like, Let's think about it a little bit. This guy's speed and how he rides, and and it seems like Billy does a good job of that. And he's usually not far off with his first first spec, so that's been fun working with him. Well, Ryan, you know, I talked to you a little bit at uh, Muddy Creek. You know, you ran that national, and you weren't you didn't do as well as you wanted to, but we we talked about your flat track win. Um, now you're on, you know, 
at team team Puerto Rico's in mix of nations. Like, how does this year as yeah. a whole? Um, how does it? Like, what does it mean to you? Where does it rank in career? You know, I mean, you know, I guess you maybe haven't won. You didn't win an outdoor national championship or anything, but it seems like it was a pretty cool year. A lot of fun. You know, your family was with you at a lot of the rounds. It seems pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it's been really cool. I mean, to be honest, it's a whirlwind at all yeah. times. It's so much work to build all these bikes and do all the travel and all the stuff. But and three kids, you know, that takes up a little bit of my time. So, oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think it's been a good year. I, I wish I could have done better in some of the things, but, you know, to win a flat track event and win um, a bunch of the sprint enduros, you know, show some speed there and um, just do a bunch of different stuff. This was kind of a crazy idea i crafted up and pitched it to all my sponsors and you know some of them were like nah, i don't know about this and some of them were like yeah we're with you no matter what <laughs> um but now you know the guys that didn't know about it are kind of coming around they're like all right we still kind of see kind of what you were getting at now like yeah. it's, it's worked i guess to a to a certain extent are you planning on doing the same thing next year uh i don't know Maybe. Um, <laughs> depends on if people want to pay me to do it. Yeah, yeah I'm down. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll say I say I'm down. I need help. I got to have more money or somebody to help me work on stuff because there's just no – if you spend 30 hours a week working on your bike, when you don't have any time to train and ride when you got to take kids to school and do all this and that. So it's that's another one of the things is like if I had – you know, obviously it would be great to be back in the Supercross deal where you had a full-time mechanic. I mean, sometimes I think about how good I had it when I went and picked up a bike, I rode a prep track, and then I dropped the bike off dirty and just <laughs> went home. Right. Like, that was a good life, man. There's none of that anymore. I'm doing basically everything. So You need to share um, that knowledge with some of the young boys out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, most people don't. Once they're done with that, they don't keep going. Yeah, you know, that's and true. Get to experience what I'm experiencing now, but I'm definitely grateful for the the years that I had. You know, doing that that was that was pretty true and something I always you know kind of cherish. At one point, I was I was a you know pretty fast dude that had you know people to work on my bikes and, and you know all that stuff. So. Definitely at one point. Come on, <laughs> nobody's working on my bikes now. Well, you're still fast. <laughs> yeah, still fast as hell. Hey man, I, I'm I, I got a I got a, a little bit of tactical advice for you. I'm a tactical guy, so if you right. guys are uh, in the middle of the race and you need need a, an advantage, you just need to have Pastrana pull a backflip or some kind of crazy double overhanded swizzer roll in the middle of the air. <laughs> Three sixty one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll, you'll win the weekend. The race will be over. You're done. Gold medal. Go home. If he makes it to Larocco's leap, I expect something like that. I'm just not sure if he's going to make it that far. <laughs> Speaking of making the leap, uh, I heard they made some changes and put a roller in front of it. Have you seen that? Well, they had a roller in at the national, but they also had like a dog leg right before it that it was like a tight left, tight yeah, right, and see. then a roller. And it, and I, I mean, there was two DS jumping it at the national this year, and I think I could have jumped it probably, but I'm too old to. <laughs> I'm too old to chance it anymore. That's so. what I was going to say. Are, then, you, are you going to send it this week? No. Man, I want to because I knew <laughs> I, I, think I they had opened it, it up. national. And, uh, well, yeah, they took the dog leg out. The yeah. roller's still That's there. That's definitely going to make it easier. Yeah, um, it will be. But, I mean, if you, the, the forecast is not looking <laughs> too prime for, uh, <laughs> right. for jumping the leap. So, we'll have to see. Well, Ryan, I know you only had a short amount of time tonight, so I'm not going to keep you on here any it means a lot to us that you did take some time for us. Um, 
you know, I appreciate you. Appreciate the time you gave me at Muddy Creek, and we look really look forward to cheering you guys on this weekend and coming by the pits and saying hi. For sure, yeah. Swing on by. We're gonna have a bunch of merchandise and donation bucket, and uh, y'all empty your pockets. We're trying to raise a bunch of money for Puerto Rico, man. We're going down in December um, and actually doing the work ourselves. So, oh, nice. Oh, amazing. We've, we've raised a lot of money. Kevin auctioned his bike, made like thirty thousand dollars, and. Uh, We've already raised a whole bunch through uh, a buddy of mine's uh, disaster relief company. It's called Global Disaster Outreach. Um, so it's going to be cool. But, uh, yeah, swing by and grab a shirt or something. Yeah, is there another way? Is there a way? What are the websites for people to donate? So the team's website where the merchandise is at is teampuertorico2018.com. And then uh, you can go on – I actually did a pretty – uh, pretty cool little fundraiser thing today. I was given if you donated a, a hundred bucks to this Global Disaster Outreach Foundation that we're working with, then uh, you get assigned um, MX Nations jersey. Oh, cool! And uh, I limited it to twenty five, and they were gone in three hours. So nice. I'm gonna wow. try, to, nice. try to get some more made. Yeah, but uh, you can go to Global Disaster Outreach on Facebook and donate there. It's five hundred one C three. It's one hundred percent tax deductible. Um, the merchandise, um, you know, all that money is going toward uh, Puerto Rico and helping them rebuild. We're going to go work on some motocross tracks, but mainly, I mean, they, we're talking to some locals down there, and it's like there's whole communities with not – they don't have roofs. They have tarps, wow. and uh, that needs to be fixed. Definitely. So we're, we're going to try to do that. What truck are you going to be in so we can find you when we get there? Um, so – there will be three trucks for Team Puerto Rico. There'll be a Lucas Oil rig, and then there's the Red Bull rig that Travis will be out of, and then I'll be out of the Maxxis Tires um, truck. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, we should all be together there in one little compound. So, swing on by. All right, will do, Ryan. Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a good night, and uh, we'll see you in a few days. All right, y'all too. Thanks. Okay, bud. Thanks. Well, just more and more excited about this race. Yeah, I'm stoked, man. So, um, Great show, Craig. I appreciate you coming in. Hal, uh, Scott's still over there sitting in the corner listening. Um, I guess we need to make that call real quick. Do you want to just do that real fast? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, hang on, guys. We're a little great radio. Great radio, well, right? While you're, uh, while you're hanging on, Mark Winder wants to know something. Mark Winder? Okay. Yeah. What does Mark Winder want to know? He wants to know whether the pit bike donations or the motocross donations is more important to you oh dude the motocross donations yeah. carson, I, I mean, brown, carson brown and willie browning on the same I'm team that's very, gonna be legit very excited about the pit and bike RV. race come on yeah Man. i'm super excited about the pit bike donations but nowhere near as excited as i am for this motocross donations with this great team at one of our best tracks in the country i i'm just i, I may not want to come home Making a quick little call, real quick. See if uh, yeah. So back back to that though. Willie Browning. I don't know if you. Hang a second, Mark. Hold on one second, Mark. Just sit sit there and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody who's into pit bike stuff knows at all. Carson Brown. I've seen the videos. He's Willie. It was just as good back yeah. in the day. If just legit that good. So two guys like that, and then RV throwing in the mix. Where well, they're just going to kill everybody. It's going to be rad. So hey, I've got uh, a KLX one ten in my garage that RV broke the transmission in. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, still sitting there. Hey, so on the phone we've got uh, Muscle Mark. He's on his way back out to a job. And uh, hey, Mark in studio. We've got obviously TJ, Hal Simpson, Craig Martin, and Scott Mark. Foster. Scott Foster sitting on the couch. What's up? What's up? 
So what's going on, man? Who's you, in studio? Uh, <laughs> who's in studio? Craig Martin, WPS. Oh, hey, what's up, Craig? How, How know, you doing? Hal Simpson. Hey, good. Hey, brother. What's up, Hal? And we got East Texas. East Texas Fly WPS rep Scott Foster's on the couch, but he's he's unmiked. He's unmiked. Yeah, he's unmiked. I heard. I just got done listening to the Pulp Show. I heard Hal on there talking to Dino. Oh, uh, I hadn't gotten that far. There, I just started the Dean interview on my way over here, so I hadn't heard. I figured Hal would call in. All shows oh. should have Dean Wilson. I'm about to say, how do you? What, what made you think he would call in? Gosh, I was actually thinking about yeah. Col- having yeah. Dean on tonight just to surprise Hal, but then when he was on Pulp last night, I, I decided against it. <laughs> right, right. So, so Mark, you, no, uh, I hear you. You told me you texted me and told me you had a little pretty cool experience this weekend, so you wanted to talk about it. So tell us what happened. All right, so I went to uh, Swan, our local track there in Tyler, and a buddy of mine, we were just riding motos all day as far as riding my 450, and a buddy of mine had bought an Alta Redshift, and, uh, you know, I've been eyeballing it. It's a cool-looking bike. Well, he was like, well, yeah, I'll take it for a spin, and I took it for a spin, and I didn't want to get off of it. I rode it. I probably did, like, six or seven laps on the full track, and you know how they cut off where the night track is. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and did, like, six. I went ahead and did like six or seven more on that, and uh, you mean, I, I can't tell you guys how amazing that bike was. It was, uh, number one, you don't have to worry about killing the motor, so like going into a turn, you don't have to make sure you're in the right gear, use the clutch or nothing, it's just it's in and out, very smooth, and uh, even though it has KTM suspension on it, it's still pretty good. <laughs> hey, and, uh, that's the best part of the bike, man. <laughs> no, it was. It was awesome. But, uh, man, the bike is as heavy as they say it is. I couldn't tell at all. Like, not even a little bit. And uh, on the track, especially, I was weird about jumping it the first lap. And I just said, screw it. Whatever happens, happens. So I started, you know, Swan didn't have a whole lot big, but I just started right. sending it over everything. And, man, it, it, it reacts fine in the air. Like, oh, yeah. It, man, you should have seen. Front, uh... If you go front and you should have seen uh-huh. Jamie at uh, Three Palms when he was riding it a few months ago. Man, he looked pretty good. Yeah, I've seen videos all over the I internet. Think. It's pretty cool. David Isbell was telling me about that. I think he was down there, and he yeah. said Jamie looked instantly better than he did on his Honda. Yeah, hell yeah, because I didn't have to so, use a clutch. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. who, who wouldn't look better if, off of a Honda? Shut up, Sat Hal. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I love it. I love How, it. Hell, why don't you but, leave uh, and make your four-hour drive home? You got a four-hour drive ahead of you. Why don't you go ahead and go? Oh, yeah, man. man, I'm glad you got finally got a chance to ride one, man. They are definitely the future. It's amazing, and it's cool. Like, I'm ne- I, You never know how fast you're really going up jump faces and when you hit a straightaway. And if you just look down, you can tell cause it's got that speedometer on it, which is kind of weird, but... And, uh, man, what a bike. The future's coming, and that, that's very much it, in my opinion. And yeah. It, it, it'll, it'll open so many riding areas and different things up. I can't, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still enjoy riding the gas bike, but, and those authors are something else. Do you, you hear and, what uh, Kiefer said? Um, may, may have been, I can't remember what show it was, but uh, the companies like FMF, uh, Pro Circuit, are very much against. Uh, the electric bike because that's their meat and potatoes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember in, that. I heard in, him say that. In ten years, if it's just 
electric bike or you know whatever what's fmf going to produce you know a better battery or yeah a stronger battery maybe a longer extension cord or (laughs) they might have to get in the suspension business or something i don't know what else to say like it's coming too guys i mean that's one of those things kind of like the four stroke you're just not gonna be able to stop it yeah i mean i i would i I doubt that the you know gas motors are going to completely go away but it's definitely going to change the industry well, it's just like the two-strokes. They're not obsolete. They might be in professional racing, but they're still out there and they're still being produced. I mean, yeah. I've got one. I love them. Right. And, uh, but, I mean, you can't deny how good that electric bike is, how instantaneous that throttle is if you want it. I mean, if you go front and high in the air and you have to tap the rear brake, you don't have to worry about killing the motor. You miss your clutch. And uh, it's just, to me, I loved it. Like, it was... I didn't get as tired on it because you're not doing as much. And for an old fat dude like me, that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, since y'all y'all two both have got to ride one, and I've been touting the Redshift for about six years now since they first came out with the prototype, maybe longer. I'm tired of hearing about yeah. this. So, you, so go buy one so we can all ride one. Well, I ain't got no money because I got some <laughs> stupid kid who thinks he's fast on a dirt bike. I got to keep racing. Uh, you got to tell him he needs one less bike. For next year, no, put, just put them on an Alta for next year. That's right. Yeah, that's maybe a bunch of work. All right, man. Well, we're wrapping it up here, brother. Yeah, we're about to shut it down for the night and go home. That's cool, man. I'm trying to get. I'm trying my best to get run over here at Odessa, so y'all have a good time. All right, Mar. Appreciate you. Uh, be safe, man. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy, guys. Thank you. Okay. Right. See ya. All right. Uh, yeah, he told me he's also gonna. Or I think he told JT he's gonna. He took his bike with him to work. Yeah, yeah. The he, track he, out there. That's awesome. That's a fun track out there. Anybody who's in the West Texas area, if you work out there, like a lot of us here in Texas do, and you can take your bike up there, West Texas MX. It's yep. um out by the airport. It's actually a legit track and kind of set up cool because nobody technically, I put air quotes up, owns the track. It's owned by the riders, by an association of the riders out there. So it's a cool setup, and it's a great place. I got, a, I did a video on it a couple of years back. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, it's um, a great show. Uh, next week, I don't know for sure we're doing a show next Tuesday because fly, I fly back in Monday. You'll be, I'll be, back at work. be headed back to work. I may be too tired to do a show on Tuesday. We'll see. Maybe on Wednesday. We'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know. Thank you, Craig Martin, for sitting in studio. Hal Simpson for showing up late. Scott Foster for hanging out. Hey, the best thing about tonight is watching Scott get sadder and sadder that he's not going to Moto Donations. That is true. Yeah, that, it did happen. He was contemplating how he was going to tell his wife that he had to go to a fly event or something. You know? Hey, Fly Racing has an emergency in Buchanan, Michigan this weekend, and I have to be there. All right, episode 96, um, enter for the fly helmet. We, and thanks again for everybody that entered the Amsoil giveaway and MX Girl Designs uh, number plate giveaway. We're going to be doing lots more stuff. Keep following us. Hit us up on Patreon. Support the show. And we are out of here. <laughs> <laughs>